This is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is the one other thing. And this, my friends, is episode 20 already. 20. 20. Dun, dun, dun. I, I, you know, we were stoked when we hit 10, and here we are, you know, at twice that already. Yeah, I know. Uh, Never thought this day would come. I know, seriously. And, uh, you know, can't thank everybody enough for being along for the ride, but uh, today we have, it is a Thursday show. It is, uh, we are not touching that list, although no next list. time I think uh, we're done with it. I think that's the last one. Uh, we hope. Yeah, you never know with us. <laughs> but uh, today we got a lot to talk about. We have, well... I've actually got uh, the what are you section, of course, which I'm always looking forward to. Find out what you've been up to, buddy. And uh, you said a few topics we're going to talk about today. Um, Death Stranding. And unfortunately, speaking of death, we got Diana Rigg, RIP. Uh, We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, So a lot of stuff to get to today. And, uh, you know, for the music category, I can't wait because uh, I just... (laughs) Just kind of said F it and just, I just have a bunch of random recommendations. Yeah. And I think some of it will make sense when we get there. But uh, before we get into any of that, Kevin. Yes. If I'm a tutor, I want to contact us. Uh, where do I get? What do I do? Uh, um, yeah, definitely go over to tootcast.net. Uh, you'll see a bunch of links there. But uh, for our, you know, YouTube site, which we're trying to build up and get subscribers. So please subscribe if you can. Um, <laughs> And you'll notice there's a bunch of videos of our now, you know, uh, celebrity endorsed. Um, Kevin Smith is now showing up on that page now. You'll see, you'll see pictures of him on our. Main well, I just page. presume we're going to be like Hollywood Central now. I mean, you know, once you get Kevin Smith, it's all yeah, we're, we're it's all easy from there. Yeah, it's all all gravy downhill from here. Yeah, so definitely Kevin Smith. But if you want to email us um, with your, you know, list or topics you would like to discuss, if you want to talk us about, you know, speak about movies or books or anything of the sort, please email us at toot at tootcast.net. All right. Well, again, yeah, thank you guys for the subscribes, and please and keep those thumbs up, those subscribes coming, because, uh, y- you know, it only takes a moment, but it makes a huge difference for us. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, then, let's talk about, uh, you just said you wanted to talk about the uh, UPS simulator known as uh, Death Stranding there. So, do you do you have a job yet? Did you get the brown shorts, or I, what? I got the job right away, apparently. Um, <clears throat> I, so, I probably say this about a lot of the modern games. But I'm going to have to include this. This is one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Nice. And it keeps happening. And um, They are beautiful. Some. Yeah, they're just getting better and better. And, you know, I'm comfortable in this world that I'm playing in. So it takes place in a, you know, there was a cataclysm that happened. They really haven't, they don't really know what happened. But it kind of mixes the um, living and the dead. And you can kind of see the dead, and then if you you know die and you don't get put in an incinerator, then you cause a giant crater and you explode. It's kind of weird. Um, and now I'm getting in the game. I'm not done with the game yet, but I got to the point in the game where I must have... So time and space is all kind of confabulated. So at first, you were doing nothing but UPS deliveries. Okay. But then they're like, oh, we have a story here, and the story is up my alley. It's, uh-huh. it's Sounds actually, complicated. It's very complicated. Even one point, I showed up on a World War II, um, you know, battlefield in the middle of it. So it's, so it's, you're traveling through time and such. And not and a, just this one scene. Somehow I, I slipped into it. There were some rains. I got sucked into it. So you know, this giant storm showed up, and I'm in the past. Then it came back, and it's like it's kind of an I don't know. It's a very fascinating story as it's unfolding. So uh, like I'm I don't know if I'm halfway done with the game yet, but they definitely separate under chapters. Yeah, how many no. hours are in are you? You said you've been uh, basically losing sleep. Yeah, because I think that you could probably get through the game fairly quickly. Um, uh, how long to beat? Oh, yeah, your, your new yeah, the website, favorite website. My new yeah. website. And 
and I'm probably playing it too much because I it gave me the because after you play a bunch of you know deliver a bunch of UPS packages, mm-hmm. eventually give you a package or a delivery that kind of like opens the next cutscene that tells you that you have to go someplace new. Sure. And I've been so busy just trying to make everybody happy. I've been like stuck doing the same UPS delivery. Oh, that's fantastic! Just, so just you forgot to play the game. You're basically going Grand Theft Auto on it in the sense like you're like, hey, I'm I'm sorry, I got to go to work. I got these packages to deliver. I, I don't have time for your it, quest right now. It's hard to stop because it's relaxing. Oh, um, and great. yes, I have motorcycle. I have a truck that I can fill up with packages. So I'm a UPS delivery man. That's fantastic. And the motorcycle, you can you know you can jump with it and stuff. So it's very Grand Theft Auto. I think um, uh, I can't remember Harold Remus. No, that's uh, who, who's this? Uh, uh, H- the main, Hideo Kojima. No, 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 no the no. main character. Oh, uh, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. That's Norman Reedus. Um, I think he just comes with a motorcycle. Yeah, at this I think point, he does. like <laughs> yeah, and the, the game's kind of funny because they inject Norman Reedus into the game, the real version of Norman Reedus. So if you go take a shower, it's an AMC banner for a motorcycle t- television show. Yeah, starring Norman Reedus. Reedus. Exactly. So it's kind of weird that, and you drink monster drinks in the game, and it's weird. That's fantastic. I, I do like that actually, though. I, I've uh, read, and um, I, I don't know, I don't really see commercials all that, yeah. all that often, but I've read that we are going to go back to that type of advertising where it's not necessarily going to be that commercial for 30 seconds it's going to be the main character of your favorite show is and that's why i drink gatorade that's a truman show right there that's exactly. what they did in the truman show yeah. they had you know well that's a, i mean that's an earlier television thing yeah. that's how they did advertising was yeah. you know you didn't see a commercial for kellogg's you saw you know Lady the beaver was eating uh freaking kellogg's and you're like oh yeah oh this is funny so the uh, the time to beat is if you just do the main story 40 hours but if you're a completionist, 114. Okay, wow. That's so yeah, and and I think that I'm trying to get all the stars for everybody I'm delivering packages to, and make them happier with me, and they give you extra bonuses. Okay. And I've been like, and like, and I think I compared it to Journey before, uh, the game, because when you're just out on the road and you're just driving and you're going through mountain ranges, or I built some roads, and all of a sudden they they have this um, they have music this uh, licensed music that they just start randomly playing. Okay. And it's bands you've never heard of, but it's very calming and relaxing. And yeah, it's, it's never like giant, like, you know, what you see in games where they have this big musical scores where, you know, it's like, da, 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 and bad guys are coming. It's kind of more like mellow. Yeah. So what are you doing in the game other than uh, working at UPS? Are you fighting things? Are you, yeah, there's a thing called BTs that, when you start um, driving, it's really weird too. So when it rains, it's called time fall, and it's really cool because anything the rain touches gets older. Oh, that's a bummer. It okay. ages, so you never want to be caught in the rain. So Norman always has a hood, or he's in his vehicle. But your vehicle, if you're in the rain too much, your vehicle, after about an hour of driving, your vehicle is pretty much a big giant rust bucket. Okay. Yep. So it just deteriorates in front of you. It's kind of really cool to see. And so, yeah, so most of the time I'm delivering packages back and forth. There's some people that you do fight, and you eventually are getting more weapons in the game because you didn't start with any weapons in the game. Okay. But now you can shoot these BTs and get them away from you. But first, when you first meet the BTs, they were really scary because the only way through them without you dying is for you holding your breath and slowly walking past them. But then you can't see them until you put your scanner on, which then fades out. So you walk a couple feet, you hold your breath, you hit the scanner, see me around you. You walk a couple more feet, so it's like really like yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, and what ha- I think I said this in the last episode is like if they do see you, all of a sudden the ground turns black, 
and all these heads and hands and stuff start trying to pull you under the ground. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's very Japanese, kind of like, I like scaring that, the crap yeah, out of you. Yeah, that is creepy. It is very creepy. But the story's opening up, and I, I, I think I already know, and I think a lot of people, I think that it's kind of predictable where it's going. Okay. Even though it's not predictable how it's going to get there, I just know where the ending's going to be. I think I know who my mother really is. I think I already know who my father really is. I think I know this, actually. He delivers yeah. the one package he didn't open at the end, <laughs> yes. right? I saw this one. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's just very, like one package I delivered that um, somebody says, this is for so-and-so, um, um, I think a girl named Fragile. I got weird names for people. Her name is Fragile, and it turns out to be a, a thermonuclear device. It happens. So if you go and deliver the package where it needs to go, the game ends. Nice. <laughs> In a giant nuclear explosion. And did you learn that the hard way? Yes, I learned that the hard That's way. That's awesome. It was awesome, yeah. So the whole screen kind of like buckled in and then exploded. It was kind of really interesting oh, how it did neat. that. I was like, and they give you says, you should have did this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, so I, I actually blew up, because I did, I had trouble understanding what it was trying to tell me to do, so I blew blew myself up like three times before I figured oh, out what okay, I was supposed to do. Oh, okay, before you figured out. And yeah, then, what it meant by that clue, you should have did this. I'm like, but dude, what's that mean? <laughs> I was going to say, and then when you look back, you're like, yeah, that clue was actually perfect. It was, yes. Yeah. It was a very uh, I do that all the time. We're like, well, that clue makes no sense. And then, you know, when you finally do figure out what the hell it's done, you're like, actually, yeah, I don't know how it worked that any better. So I, when this game came out um, on the PS4, it was divisive when it came out. There were people, and you were really in two camps. There was never a camp that says, ah, the game was okay. No, it was either I hate the game, it's a big pile of garbage, or I, it's a work of genius. Okay, and that's because of the lack of action, I presume? The lack of action, people were expecting you know, a lot more into the game. So people that really like action games, I don't think they like this game at all. But if you're okay with... Because really, in the, in the, in the scheme of things... I gotta give it to them in, in, in one sense. You know, I don't think Norman Reedus yoga... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. think... Yeah, it's true. You know, ooh, let me be like a Zen master Norman Reedus. You know? Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I can understand it, but I'm on the fence right now. Not really on the fence. I'm, I'm more on the side of the fence where this is a work of genius because as the game, I wasn't sure at first, but now it's opening up. I'm seeing other player structures because you can build bridges and stuff. I'm using other people's equipment and ladders, and you're starting to see other people show up. So it's now starting to become more of a community. And are those people real people? Or they're they're real people. And I can, and if I can't make a package delivery or I think I can't make it or for some reason, I can actually give it to and put it in a bin and another human will take care of it for me. That's crazy talk. It is crazy talk. And they do. And uh, you get likes in the game. So I can see, I can tell when somebody uses a bridge I built. It tells me. And it happens all the time now. That's crazy. Yeah. So it is a crazy game of this weird community. So it is journeying the way that you got other humans that you don't really speak to directly are helping you. So it's kind of the journey is kind of like that. So, oh, yeah, but then no. So, yeah. Do I like the game? Yeah, I like it. And I do want to complete it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it in uh, 100 hours or not. I'm going to try, but I'm not going to do the 40 hours. I'm already too late. I was going to say, it sounds like you're leaning more towards the uh, completion side. But what's the uh, dilly with the baby? Isn't he carrying a baby with him at all times? Yes. Yeah, so the baby. And I think that's I think I know who the baby really is. But the baby, uh, um, when you first get him, um, apparently you have the ability to come back to life and you can sense these BTs, but you can't see them. So with the baby, which they call BB, um, when you engage him, he can show like the dark outlines of these BTs. You can't really see them, but you can kind of see the shadow of them. And the, it's because of the BB. So the BB apparently has one foot in the grave and one foot in real life. So it's kind of like your link between the two. 
And you're using this little baby as like a tool. Yeah, it's basically like, a tool. It's basically like your Geiger meter. Yeah, and you can get a lot of trouble because if you upset the baby, <laughs> which if you get underwater too much or people are attacking you or you fall too much, the baby will start crying. You got to pick them up. You got to shake them, make them feel better. Yeah. I'd hold that little fucker in the rain. Yeah. For a good five minutes. Yeah, be over. Until he was like 30 and be like, okay, good. Now yeah. you can walk. But it's protecting this tank, so you can't take him out of the tank. The tank will get old, but the baby won't. It, it's weird. That's a, I see. I'd already found a loophole. Yeah, you found like, a loophole. yeah, you're old enough. You yeah, can you're walk old now, enough. Dude. Yeah. So the story I find interesting, and it has, yeah, it just has a Japanese vibe to it. Um, some of the music, you know, the non licensed music cues sound very like, you know, Silent, you know, Silent Hill kind of esque. Okay, yeah, creepy. Music, well, you know? yeah, dude, you're using a baby as a scanner. That's kind of um, basically wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and I could be wrong, but I think the baby is me. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that when you said uh, time travel. Anyway, yeah, I think the baby's me. So. That's my theory. I have not looked it up. I swear. Um, I haven't seen any playthroughs of the game. I've seen some. I watched some playthroughs in the beginning to see what it was like. But I'm way past what I saw. Spoiler on the alert. Spoiler alert. I could be I could be wrong. That's true. But I think the baby's me. That's my it theory. It takes right I now. blame the parents to a whole new place. Yeah, the parents. And I think a guy named Mads Mickelson, I don't know his name his character in the game. Um, I think he's my dad. All right. And already and there we kind of revealed my, my mom is um um what's her name? Um the bionic woman. <laughs> okay, yeah, you told me about the bionic yeah, woman. Yeah. So uh, well glad you're enjoying that. Um Yeah, I do like it. It's and it's yeah, it's not for everybody. Definitely not for everybody, but and some people really, but I was going to say earlier, it's not much different than a lot of role-playing games. Because when it comes, when you take a role-playing game and you strip out all the elements of the fighting and all this, it, it is a package delivery system. It really is. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fetch quests. Yeah. yeah. So this is just fetch quests, mm -hmm. which I don't necessarily hate if there's, can be fun in between. And at first there wasn't that much fun, but now I got tons of guns. I got, I like the, um. I like the truck I drive around. It's awesome. I put a lot of packages. Do in you it. have a home base? It sounds like you're you're building stuff. So I'm, like, do you I'm have a house? trying to connect all the U.S. up. So I'm traveling east to west to California. So I don't have a home base per se, but there's little sections that I can stop in and rest in a quarter and stuff like that. So it's not like a permanent base, mm -hmm. but there's places where I can go and rest and stuff like that. It's so pretty interesting. Yeah, it's kind of out there, and yeah, I, I do like the game. I I, I know I. Uh, I got work Stevens. Um, he didn't really care for it. And he said, I knew the ending right away, but you know, and he told me I shouldn't play it. And I'm like, eh, let me just try it out. Cause I really like Norman Reedus and I like Hideo Kojima. And you know, I guess people, you know, takes different, you different know, strokes different for different, strokes, folks, different folks. You mean? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going for. Different strokes for different folks. And uh, yeah, it's definitely my kind of game. I'm okay with the slow pace game. And that's why, you know, that's why I can't do the fighter games too much. Cause I just too much stress. <laughs> yeah. It's funny actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. I'm going to say, though, uh, the what are you section, as far as what are you playing, I think we're going to know. I think yes. I know the answer. Yes, when Spoiler I'm Spoiler alert. But uh, there's something else you want to talk about that is a bummer. It is a bummer. Um, so, Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. And, you know, I've known about her since I was probably five or six years old. All right, and we're back from an unexpected break there, but uh, luckily, because of the science of technology here, technology. it should have been immediate. I don't think anyone even noticed we were gone. No, I don't think so. Play it cool. Play it cool. Did you? So okay. we were talking about, uh, unfortunately, though, uh, yeah. we were talking about Diana Riggs uh, dying. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's a bummer. It is a bummer um, because, you know, because when I was raised as a child, uh, my mother, you know, introduced me a lot of TV shows I never would have watched. 
you know, apart from her, show me what she likes watching. Mm -hmm. And at the time, so the the Avengers television show, you know, came out in 1961, so it's well before my birth. Uh, So those are there's a couple shows we watched. I would say there's three shows that type of shows we kind of that we watched as a child when I was a child, and one was the Avengers. Uh, the other one is Star Trek, the original series. Okay. And the other one was Sherlock Holmes uh, movies. Oh, which, you should do a lot worse than that trio there. Yeah, it wasn't bad. So, yeah, I think that really helped me become a nerd, a lot of those things. Um, and so I, I've always had fondness and appreciation for these shows. And, you know, if it, it's worth going back. And Emma, um, the character that Donna Rigg played was an Emma Peel in Avengers. And she wasn't in the entire series. There was actually two other actors that played... Um, uh, Steeds, played by Patrick McNee, uh, as like his counterpart, his partner in crime, kind of. Well, not in crime because okay. actually solved crimes, but, um, but yeah, as Robin. Yeah. So, uh, but her episodes were considered one of the best of the series. So they actually sell DVD packs where it said Avengers, starring Emma, Emma, you know, um, the oh, Emma Peel yeah. episodes, because those are considered the best episodes, the ones that she was in, because she really brought something to the show. I'll be honest, I didn't even recognize the name. I had to have uh, Mickles tell me it was yeah. the, uh, she just played the uh, Queen of Thorns in the Game yes. of Thrones, and th- that woman is phenomenal. I mean, what a loss. She was so good in that role, too, but uh, yeah, the minute I saw her, I'm like, oh my God, she's perfect, and it's funny, because I don't know what I know her from. I just know I've seen her in things, and she's phenomenal. His her career is pretty long. She's been on lots of TV shows, lots of movies. I believe she hosted like Masterpiece Theater. Um, so she's been around. She, so for her entire, you know, since the fifties, and she was actually considered a sex symbol uh, to her chagrin because she didn't want to be okay um, because they really dressed her up in really skimpy outfits when she was in the TV show The Avengers. But I didn't, you know, when I was young, I didn't think of that when I was watching it. I just thought this was Dude, a... I thought Daisy Duke was hot when I was young. Apparently, Vision takes some years to like <laughs> sink in. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I never considered her hot because when I was watching her, I was like six or seven years old when I started watching her. So I just thought this was a cool lady kicking ass. Yeah. Because that's what she did in the show. She wasn't some damsel in distress. She was doing all... She's the one who did all the karate. That's awesome. And kicking ass. And Patrick McNee just had his umbrella. That he would have a, a bullet, you know, it was very James Bond-esque where the adventures were slightly on the silly side, you know, kind of like Sounds James Sounds very Hong Kong Kung Fu-y where, you know, it, remember Hong Kong Fu-y? He would show yeah. up and his cat would kick everybody's ass and yeah. he'd Hong be like, ha-ha. Hong Kong Fu-y, no one, is it Fighting Guy? I forget. And there was a song on that. It's yeah. been a long time, yeah. but boy, I loved it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I really have a, a fond memory of watching Diana Rigg through the years and I've, every time I see her or see her name... I was always interested in what she was doing because I'm like, oh, she's awesome. And, you know, it was, she lived during the time when the, the pay scale was wrong and very oh, bad. And so that's why she ended up leaving the show. You mean 2020? Y- yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I thought oh, we were going was, somewhere yeah, with that. It was in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. just thinking about actually uh, Hong Kong Fu. I'm like, wow, that is so fucking wrong. Yeah, but that's how we, what's us, yeah. we grew up with, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so this, I, Star Trek, the original series, which was also, I think, kind of, campy too, uh the original series but these campies are different than some campies they're like star trek and the avengers they're campy but they're not like unwatchable campy and i'm, I'm gonna say something mean to a tv series that i do like doctor who the original series is not very watchable to a modern audience at all unless I'm you grew tried. up watching it 
I mean, the mo- if you didn't like the modern one, the originals were really, really campy. The tunnel at the end. Oh, that was kind of creepy, yeah. And the music. Yeah. Just, I'm traumatized forever. Although I do <clears> love <throat> the new series. The ri- I went back and tried to watch some of the old black and white Doctor Whos, and I'm like, yeah, I can't get through this. This is too hard. Wow. But but I could go back and watch it original Star Trek episode or original Avengers episode. I can watch a Star Trek episode. I've never actually watched the Avengers at all. I I have them on DVD, so I can um, actually own them for some weird reason, probably because of my childhood. So I have all the Star Trek on D- DVD as well. So I purchased a set of the original series and the Next Generation, which to me, the Next Generation is the best, but that's just me. I um, don't know what to say that. <laughs> I'm going to make the wife watch the Next Generation. It is awesome. Learn about what um, the Riker... Um, oh, uh, what is it called? Um, Love that Riker. Video. When you grow the beard, when a TV show grows a beard, came from Riker and, and the Next Generation. Oh yeah, because he a, was uh, clean shaven, and then he grew a beard. Grow a beard, and the show got better, which is the opposite of jumping the shark. I see. So, so there is a whole That's list of things. episodes so when the show out there. Grows a beard, it uh, becomes better. Right. So Star Trek: Next Generation, like I forget his second season. I forget what season it was. I'm sure someone will tell me. But when he grew the beard, it is well known the show got way better. Somebody made a clip of Riker, and you know, it's just this one scene, and I think you've seen it. Yeah. And the guy says, "Who sent you?" And he says, "Your, Your mother. mother." And then they play this like <laughs> badass gangster rap, and yeah. it is just hysterical. Yeah, they, there's also clips of uh, Riker uh, played by Jonathan Frakes, and there's ep- there's episode. I'm amazed <laughs> you know his name. Yeah, I physically reacted to him knowing oh. Riker's name because it's Riker. I, I, I'm a nerd. Um, you, but he, he, you, just so we're clear, number one is acceptable. But. Number one is acceptable for <laughs> Jonathan Frakes, yeah. But if you Google YouTube and Riker chair, they'll show you, you know, the famous scenes with, um, um, uh, what's his name from West Wing? Um, Never watched West Wing. West Wing. Um, Martin, Sheen. Martin Sheen. He's famous for the way he puts his jacket, jacket on, on in the West Wing. Yep. So Wrecker has a thing uh, where chairs. He would never. He would always because he was a tall man, or it still is a tall man. Okay. And he would get in a chair from behind it and step over, over it, it to sit down. Okay. Every yeah. single time, and it's kind of funny to see when you put it all back to back. He would come in and just step over the chair and get That's into great. it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's funny. Actually. I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah. Now you can't unsee it. That's great. It's one of those things. And we also watched the um, Sherlock Holmes movies, which um, starring Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce. Yes, that's awesome. What if we did the, not for nothing, dude? If this was the one other thing with uh, Basil and, yeah. and Nigel, yeah, <laughs> be cooler. <laughs> it, yeah, in in my opinion, they had, were the best representation of Sherlock Holmes through movie history until the new one. With uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Martin Freeman. Oh, they were good. They were good. So, in my opinion, I've seen many Sherlock Holmes interpretation over the years. Even the, you know, the um, Iron Man, his version of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which I thought was okay. I, I'm a Robert Downey Jr. fan. It's just, I do you like know, it. But you can call him whatever you want. It's Robert Downey. He doesn't act. Yeah, he doesn't act. But Benedict and Martin's version of it, just love. Just love that version. And I love the old version with, uh, you know, Nigel Bruce and, you know. So that's that's my childhood. So I uh, so when I saw Diana pass away today, I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it means you're getting old. Means I'm getting old, and you know, I I was excited when I saw her in Game of Thrones because I knew who she. As soon as I saw her in Game of Thrones, I'm like, oh, that's Diana Rick. Oh, I just knew the character, and I was wondering who it was going to be, and then yeah. I saw her, and again, I wouldn't have known the name. I didn't yeah. today. Oh, but when I saw her face, I was like, oh my god, she's per- yeah. absolutely perfect for that. Was it, how's it, you're a Game of Thrones guy? Was it Olena Tyrell? 
or Alina or something I, like that. I don't even know, to be yeah. honest with you, because that's the beauty of books. You can yeah. pronounce it however the hell you mm. want. I've literally changed people's names in books because it's just damn. too damn hard. Yeah. We're like, we're going to call him G.A. All I remember is that she killed herself with poison um, in the yeah. show. Yep. <laughs> the uh, Queen of Thorns there, yeah. The, the, yeah. That's what I think of her as. So. Which I thought was awesome because I felt like when I was watching her, all the pride and dignity she had when she did it, I'm like... She's playing the hell out of Donna Rig right now, I think. Dude, she killed Joffrey. I mean, oh yeah, awesome. Spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> spoiler, just, spoiler alert. She's a hero. You know, I, I'm telling you, I do think of that kid every now and again because you know, seriously, dude, you should stay in acting. I know everyone wants to kill you, myself included, but um, to me, clearly you're a good actor. Yeah. Because I want to fucking kill you. Yeah. Joffrey just sucks so much. <laughs> so this I didn't know. So I want to look up Diana Rig. And apparently she was the only wife of James Bond. And I'm thinking, which, which James Bond? Mm-hmm. And I never would have guessed because I had no idea that Telly Savalas was a James Bond. <laughs> but apparently oh. he was a Jan- James Bond, a movie called On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I believe he loves you, babe. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Nobody young's going to know what you're saying. <laughs> That is great. That's great. So that's that's me. Um, my story about Diana Rigg is really con- in conjunction of all the childhood TV shows and movies I watched pre-10 years old yeah. that really helped develop who I am. And yeah, I've always known Diana Rigg and Patrick McNee, who played uh, uh, Steed. And John is Patrick Steed. McNee still around? No, he, he passed on a few years ago. And he was in, he does like a bunch of B-movies afterwards, like House on a Haunted Hill or Wax and stuff, kind of like Vincent Price did okay. right near the end of his career. So he did kind of weird movies like that near the end. But yeah, he, I think he was much older than uh, Diana Rigg. But he was awesome, too, because he always wore a bowler hat that was bulletproof in the uh, TV show. Of course. I thought was. it was awesome. So I like the show. It's It's cute. And it has some fun stories in it that I do like a lot. I know it has a following. People do like it. I do like it, yeah. And so. they just did a remake of, I'm not going to say a few years back, yeah. you know, I mean, sometime in the last 30 years. I did not watch I know Uma Thurman was in it. I forget how else. Was Sean Connery in it? I forget who else was in it, but it just, yeah. I never even gave it a chance. I Actually, didn't Actually, it. you know, it's funny how, uh, you know, I think it's the blue Honda theory. You buy a blue yeah. Honda because no one owns a blue Honda. And then yeah. you realize, wait, this entire city drives a blue Honda. Yeah. You know, you just never noticed it before because, I don't know, it's just the way the brain works. Yeah. So we talked about um, Dune trailer. Uh, well, no, I'm t- we're going to talk about Dune yeah. trailer. We talked about Dune um, coming out uh, December 18th, I think it was. I think it's, yeah, let me, I can verify. Well, yeah, yeah sometime soon. And um, we talked about who's Chani, and it's Zendaya, you know, because... Uh, um, we're fucking old. And do, uh, December 18th, yeah? Yeah, correct. And uh, what makes that weird is Zendaya's name just came up again in uh, something else. And, of course, now the story escapes me because we've been distracted for two seconds here. And Was that's it all it takes with me. And, yeah, no, I definitely wasn't watching Disney. Oh, but, we're uh, in Disney Plus? What would, Disney, what would Zendaya... Let's do a search on Zendaya. Where would she come up? Because I just saw her name somewhere else and I laughed. Because, you know, I, I said, you know, a few days ago I wouldn't have known what a Zendaya was. And now... I do. Um, and she's just Chani. And, uh, you know, on that note, we can talk about the Dune trailer because that was released. And um, that was pretty cool. We definitely dug that. Um, but we realized that, um, boy, I have no idea what the Zendaya connection was. Sorry, guys. I lose stories sometimes. It's what happens when you get old. But I literally saw her name come up in something and I laughed because uh, oh. I just wouldn't have known what Zendaya was the other day. But be that as it may. Yeah. Um, the Dune trailer, it's... Came out today. I'm scared. I mean, looks good. It looks good. <laughs> um, you know, I mentioned to Sean earlier that the director is a good director. 
The cinematographer is a great cinematographer, so I think they're going to capture very well. So I personally am looking forward to it. Um, in fact, there's some I've seen some lists out there where the cinematographer of the movie is like in the list in like you know top three of like you know cinematographers that's alive today. So a guy named Greg Frazier. Greg Frazier, huh? Greg wow. Frazier, and he's done, he did Rogue One, a Star Wars story, Zero Dark Thirty, Vice. Is he's he can really capture movies. I, I'm I'm a fan of good cinematographers. The reason I'm scared is it does it looks good, and yeah, it I'm does. just I'm I'm afraid they're gonna fuck it all up, and uh, I'm trying not to get my hopes up because my hopes are kind of up. Um, but, oh, you know, we just watched this trailer tonight before the show, and um, you know, my heart was broken when I saw Zendaya because. Um, well, the exact thing I said was she's way too young, and then it dawned on me, the the, the sad reality. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. Yeah, she's she's, too young. she's probably a perfect age for Johnny. I'm just too damn old. Um, but uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I don't care if you're crazy showing young. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't care. I know it's gonna be hard for me to shake Colin McLaughlin and Sean Young as the leads of that uh, movie in 1984. Yeah, you know, and I mentioned this to you too, and I'm gonna mention it to the audience because I'd imagine this is a normal thing. But you know, I'd said before that thank God I saw the movie before I read the book. So when I read Dune, you know, Paul Atreides was just Colin McLaughlin. That's just how it was um, because I had that in my brain already. Um, but when, what's interesting about that is uh, Game of Thrones. I read long before that became a series on HBO. Um, and so Jon Snow, I mean, they describe him, and I had a mental image, but it wasn't Kit Harington. And, you know, why I know Kit Harington's name is a whole nother topic, because who the hell knows? He's certainly not worthy, but be that as it may, um, he knows nothing. Yeah, but, um, he does know nothing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with that, um, when I saw the show, now when I read a Game of Thrones book, Jon Snow is Kit Harington. I don't remember what he looked like in my head before that, but he didn't look like that, you know? Yeah. And I just find that funny that once you see, even if you have a pre-existing image of somebody, even if I had read Dune first, yeah, when I said, "Wow, what a piece of crap movie that first one was," yeah. I would have then read the books though and pictured Kyle MacLachlan as Paul Atreides. Yeah, that's probably why people say movies ruin their childhood. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see that yeah. actually. Yeah, to some degree, because yeah, it changes something that you'd. You know, because let's face it, when you read a book, well, you may not know this, but when you read a yeah. book, you are far more invested in the characters. Yeah. Um, when things happen to them, it's, it's, what was that? Oh, that's the TV yeah. in the other room. I yeah. don't know if uh, Mike picked that up or yeah. not, but uh, yeah, that was awesome. It was just, yeah. all I heard was asshole. It yeah. was awesome. <laughs> that's a great. Um, so luckily, uh, we do not have screaming fans at our window. <laughs> yeah. Stay back. That, that's oh. pretty much what they yell. Asshole, yeah. stop. Stop, asshole. I'm filling the internet with this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, wow, it's just a loud show she's yeah. watching. But, uh, yeah, we don't have a studio, guys. This is, um, we're coming to you live from the dining room table. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, anywho, uh, Dune trailer, though, December 18th. Definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's also a Dune TV series coming out called The Dune Sisterhood. And, yeah, what is, what is that on? Is that on HBO or something? That is going to be... Please don't be, like, regular TV. I'll, it won't be good. Uh, HBO Max. Oh, good. good yeah, good, The good. Sisterhood showrunner. I, I got to say, I, and I've believed this for a long time, the crappiest HBO Cinemax no, Showtime show, the absolute worst one, is so much better than what's on regular TV. It, yep. It's just, they pay their writers. That's yeah. what it boils down to. You need a story if you want to tell a story. <laughs> yeah. So. 
Um, When's so that coming out? Sisterhood was originally supposed to come out spring 2020, so I'm not sure when it's going to come out now. COVID probably messed oh, up. Oh, yeah. It. COVID's kind of fucked up everything for everybody. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it'll be good. And you know, boy, he's searching the web while we're on our show, and I'm seeing yeah, there's pictures been, of Sean Young and, you know. Looks the like the date one. moved, and they're going to um, release the movie and then focus on the TV show. Because okay. I think it's the same creators working on the TV show as well. Yeah, I'm telling you, it is a phenomenal book, and it's so complicated. You could do, you know, a ton of spinoff shows. Yeah. Like, you could do Benny Jesuit witch stories all the live long day and never come close to mm. the story that is Dune or come anywhere near Arrakis. Yeah. Um, they said they're going to include feudal politics and the intrigue of the, of the Imperium. I mean, when you read the books, you realize just yeah. how... I don't know how the hell he wrote this book. I really don't. Yeah. It's Craig so Herbert. complicated. And they talk about they talk about the fact that, you know, Maudib is fulfilling a prophecy. Yeah. The Bene Gesserit witches planted that prophecy. They created it generations earlier. And they, then they just kept it going, and then it became a thing to where the people that believe this prophecy don't even realize where it came from. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's funny because they never actually planned on the prophecy being fulfilled. Oh, it's just... Um, that backfired then. I mean, the basic story is, if you get right down to it, the sum of the first Dune book, the basic story is, which mom teaches son witchcraft when she shouldn't? Yeah. Son becomes God. Yeah. That's basically the story. <laughs> it is. It is. You can tell. He was the one kind of thing, you know? He was Neo of the book, of the story. Actually, yeah. I mean, Matrix stole a lot from Dune. You know, Neo goes blind in one of them. That's entirely, that's yeah. entirely from the Dune series. Uh, Paul Atreides goes blind first thing in the second book. Yeah. And um, then it's weird because he... I always actually kind of had trouble choking this down, but he walks around just like you and me, even though he has no eyes. They're literally burned out. And um, if you throw a ball at him, he catches it. And the reason he catches it isn't so much that he sees, it's that he can see both the past and the future, all and present, all at once. So it's not so much that he sees the ball, it's that he knows it's going to be there. <laughs> so it's a weird, weird thing. Yeah, it's weird. You know? And that's kind of what they did with Neo in the... Um, I don't know, I heard there was another movie that I didn't see, like the I know, God third damn, Matrix. That's so disappointing. Hopefully the fourth Matrix is watchable. No, it's going to be a piece of shit, let's face it. But oh, which, uh, I'm watching the, it. But not that Ben, but more Keanu news is that I've been hearing nothing but good things about the new Bill and Ted movie. Absolutely. You know why? It's got Keanu in it. Yeah, so apparently, a lot of times when you wait 30, I've seen movies 30 years after, and try to continue, and like, oh, they should not have done that. And I'm hearing nothing but good things. I'm, You know, it's movie. funny, right on the heels of me saying, like, um, yeah. you know, it just um, almost any of these reboots is going to be like Ghostbusters. I'm sorry. It's going to suck and yeah. it's going to break our hearts. Um, but when you can do it, yeah, when you can pull it off and um, not for nothing, uh, Kiana, I love you, but you've been pretty much training for this role um, your entire career. You got one role, you played Ted and you've been yeah. milking the shit out of that for 30 years. And I fucking love it. Yeah, I do. I like myself with Ted. I do. I can't help Fear it. Yeah. Logan. That, I mean, not for nothing. I wouldn't call Keanu a great actor. I yeah. say this, the man can read a script. Yeah, and I love the vast majority of things he's in, but um, have you seen him on Between Two Ferns when Zach Galifianakis said to him, uh, "Is your next role a person that knows how to act?" That's fantastic. <laughs> I have not, but that's the other thing though. Yeah. Keanu's one of those that just makes me realize what a shitty human being I am. Yeah, because I look at him and I'm like, wow, that's like the dude's just a great dude. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah he's just yes. super nice dude, and I've just it's Keanu stories are now like a thing. Where you just read about how he was just a superior human being to me in pretty much every situation he ends up in. And um, 
it's one of those things. Every time I read those, I'm like, God damn, what a good guy. And I'm like, God, I wish I could be like that. Yeah. You know? And it's it, to me, it seems, my problem with that is, and you know, I've said this about my boss. My boss wakes up, hey, he's going to wake up tomorrow. He's going to be a nice guy. All day long. going to be a nice guy. It's yeah. just how he is. I'm going to try really hard to be a nice guy. <laughs> I'm try gonna, real hard, Ringo. I, I, seriously, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be the tyranny of evil men. I'm just, yeah. it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> and I'm going to fight tooth and nail to be a nice human being. Watch Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You, uh, you know, we got to talk about movies more, but yeah, Pulp yes. Fiction is worthy of just memorizing. And yeah, the scene that we're referencing is at the end of the movie, Samuel... Or the beginning. Yeah, I suppose that's <laughs> how you look at it. But, uh, you know, Samuel Jackson sitting with... Uh, Tim Curry? No, not Tim Curry. Tim Reynolds. Roth. Tim Roth. That's it. I was getting there. Tim Reynolds. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just going through those it's, famous people. It's a famous I know. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> How many famous Tims? Tiny yeah. Tim. Yeah. Tim um, Roth is actually awesome. Yeah, I love Tim Roth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's super cool. That's a Reservoir Dogs. But oh uh, yeah. Um, what color was he? The. Uh, that's fantastic. What color was he? <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. I only know pink. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. We had a cat. We had a black cat named Mr. Pink. <laughs> That's awesome. Because you know why his name Mr. Pink? Well, I wonder. Because <laughs> he's, he's 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 the guy betraying you. That was such a great scene. Okay, so now we're just blurring Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. But uh, if you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs, you should go see it. And uh, it was just great. But uh, yeah, a bit gruesome, but great. Uh, Pulp Fiction, however, is vastly superior. In fact, um, he was orange, by the way. I'll give you a hint. Uh, it, uh, Pulp Fiction is top three movies of all time for me. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. And um, it's because, of, largely because of that scene at the end where Samuel L. Jackson is explaining to Tim Roth that, you know, I'm the tyranny of evil men, but I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. I mean, that is, <laughs> I've never heard my life described so succinctly. That, yeah, that is, oh, it's a fun scene. It is, it is. And that's basically how I feel every freaking day is I'm trying real hard. Trying real hard. <laughs> Yeah, so we understand what we mean with I'm trying real hard, Ringo. Yeah. Trying real hard. <laughs> exactly. I know. I love that we have to, uh, you know, Kevin and I have been around each other so long, we have these stupid half expressions that, you know, we don't even say the full line half the time, but it, it has meaning. And, um, you know, it's fun that, to share them with the audience yeah. because we reference them. And actually, on that note, you know, i got a fun one, and you're going to know this immediately oh because uh, it's a joke. I've been told, you know, I've heard from some fans we're just not funny enough, so that, yeah. that that too is a joke, actually. But um, yeah. <clears throat> this joke isn't funny. I'm going to warn everybody right now. The joke itself isn't funny. Yeah. Or maybe it's mildly comical. It's just not that funny. But you need to know the joke so you can make it a joke later in life. Yes. And so the joke goes something like this. Two brothers. One brother's got a cat, and he's, like, fanatical. He's like you about his cat. And don't get me wrong. I'm I'm pretty much a cat person, too. Kevin's, like... The cat person squared, man. He takes it to the next level. Yeah, I paid $20,000 so far on my cat. Yeah, it just... So, and, you know, I like to think I wouldn't do that, but the sad truth is if I had the means, I entirely would. Oh, it wasn't all at once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, damn it. cat. I'd do it. Those things are adorable. Yeah. But uh, the guy loves his cat, and uh, he wants to take a vacation. Never done so in his life, so he finally gets the nerve, and he asks his brother, he says, hey, can you watch my cat? I'm going on vacation for a week. And... He tells his brother, let's just get the guy's name. So the guy's name's to make this joke easy. So you got Bob, who has the cat. Bob's the cat person. And you got Fred. Fred's the brother who's going to watch the cat. So, you know, Bob says, Fred, can you watch my cat? Fred says, sure, no problem. And, of course, Bob gives him, like, a laundry list of instructions because this is his cat. You know, this is a sacred cat here. Yes. And um, so Bob finally gets the nerve, jumps on the plane, goes on vacation. Calls Fred the very next day because, you know, worried about his cat. And he's like... 
hey, Fred, how's my cat? And he's like, damn, this thing. Cat got out, got run over, is dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Bob's like, oh, my God, dude. Like, Fred, seriously, you couldn't have said that any differently? Like, you, you, you couldn't. How am I supposed to enjoy my vacation now? Like, dude, that's horrible. Like, I'm just. Yeah, you could have so eased into that. Sad. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and that's Bob's point. You know, like, you couldn't have, couldn't have made that a little easier for me. <laughs> Ease me into it. And Fred's like, what are you talking about? Like, how would I have done that? And I was like, I don't know. You know, maybe first day, say, you know, sorry, the cat got out and I just can't find her. And then, you know, maybe second day, say, oh, I found her. She's on the roof and I just can't seem to get her down. And then, you know, ease me into it. And so by the end of the week, you can you can kind of, you know, let me know and, and I can at least enjoy my vacation. And uh, Fred's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, you know, I'll try, try to do better. And Bob's like, well, whatever. And he's like, well, well how's mom? Fred said, well, she's on the roof, and I can't get her down. <laughs> and so that's yeah. one of those jokes. You know, yes. is the joke funny? Maybe mildly. Yeah. But it's not that great. But now that you all know it, if anyone else in your life knows it, I promise you, there will come a time when the answer will be, she's on the roof, and I can't get her down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually will, use that once in, once in a while. Yeah, and they will yeah. know what you mean, and it will be that, that joke that's only mildly funny. Yeah, will become priceless. <laughs> yeah. So you know, think of it as recycling. Yes. Sometimes jokes are funnier the more you tell them, There's, no matter what anybody says. I have to agree <laughs> with that. There is, uh, there is, and it's dangerous to tell you this, but there is humor and repetition at times <laughs> when sure. used sparingly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, um, moving along though, but you know, as we think of these. I don't even know what you call them. They're not even inside jokes because they're not jokes, but these bizarre references. We will try to do a better job of uh, sharing them with all of you, letting you guys in on what the hell it is we're talking about. Who are we talking about? <laughs> exactly. The cat's on the roof. What? what? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But uh, you, you teased us, though, uh, uh, episode or two ago now yep. and said you had some kind of news about uh, NVIDIA and don't buy a computer anytime soon. Uh, yeah, don't buy a computer yet, uh, definitely, or build a computer right now with an NVIDIA video card until, um, uh, probably October, November, uh, around that time, because NVIDIA, as it turns out, when they released their last series of video cards, the 2000 series, and they announced, oh, it's got this ray tracing, it didn't sell anywhere near as they thought it was going to, okay. and it actually hurt their numbers. So, NVIDIA, um, you know, there's a lot of... You know, when the game consoles come out and they're announcing the PS5 and the Xbox Series XS12 or whatever the heck it's called. Yeah, no one knows the name. No one knows the name. Um, when they announce it, goes, now we have these video cards that can link directly to the NVMe hard drives and, you know, they can load seamless scenes into games. And, and, and for the first time, we're better than PCs. And, you know, this is the way to play the games in their best way. And NVIDIA says, yeah, we're going to rain your parade. Yeah, of course. Uh, not only are there so the history of it of video cards has been pretty straightforward, kind of like CPUs. Is every year a new video card comes out? Moore's law. Right? It's kind of like that, where you know, it's only a certain that, percentage. That, that was me flexing a nerd, yeah, muscle a nerd right muscle. there. That, it is true. Moore's law does exist, and it's and really. And what is it? Every eighteen months, a, a yeah, transistor capacity will roughly double. Roughly double, but even then, at this day and age, it only increases performance by maybe 15 percent. Mm -hmm. So. Apparently, NVIDIA got together with Samsung and said, we need your help. We need something better, smaller, cheaper 
for our next video card because we God need God damn it, folks. It's a yeah. triangle. Yeah, yeah. It's good, yeah. cheap, fast. Yeah. Pick two. <laughs> yes. So, so they got together and they created a new chipset that increases performance by, we're talking 20 to 30%. Oh, wow. That's not the good news yet. They also made it so you can load it had an NVMe hard drive and load directly in a video card. Nice. That's not the good news yet. The good news yet is that cuts down loading time, I presume. Oh, yeah, oh basically, news. they if you see the trailers, you watch the where they like the PS5 where they show loading levels where they're going from one massive screen and then warping into another level, and there's no loading screens. Oh, God, yeah. That's because of this. So this wasn't coming to PCs, but now it is. If you get this video card. You now can get rid of loading screens on PCs now. I fucking hate loading screens. I, I, I like them sometimes. Yeah, in, you can, in RPGs. You can watch them all you want. If I never see one again, it'll be too soon. Well, if you press here to continue, I don't know. I have pros and cons about that. But here's the thing, though. You can get a book. Traditionally, when a brand new NVIDIA come, video comes out, it costs you know an arm, a leg, and a kidney. Yeah, give or take. Give or take. Uh, the RTX 3070 that's coming out, they say in October, but I think it's probably more closer in November, is $500. Wow. So it's like half the price, maybe even more than half the price of a top-end video card. And it's like 20% better than all the video cards on the market now. That's fucking awesome. So they basically are raining on the parade of the consoles, and they're releasing before the consoles come out. So I'm buying a new laptop in the next year or so. New laptop. I do have a desktop that I use, and so I was going to build a whole new computer. I'm like, eh, I don't really need a whole new computer. I just go with the laptop because of you. Yeah. Honestly, that's the only reason I buy laptops now. So 3070 is going to be a great video card. Usually I buy like the 1080 Ti, 2080 Ti level, but this is going to be such a great performer that and makes such a huge difference. This is a big deal. NVIDIA... Wait, no reason to buy a computer now or build a computer now. Wait, and then, yeah, you won't need... Um, in fact, you definitely don't need the Xbox if you have this. And this is cheaper than the Xbox. So, well, of course, you get to put a whole computer around it oh, if you yeah. don't already have it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's cheaper necessarily, but you're better... I mean, again, folks, there's no console PC war. There never has been. Yeah, so this is a this is raining on their parade, the console parade. They're like, ha-ha, we can do it too, and cheaper. Well, yeah, I, I just I think it's funny. That, again, the fact that... You know what consoles win the war at? And they do win the war at something. Yeah. They work. Consoles are the good old games of yeah. pretty much everything. Um, you put in a game, there's a very reasonable assumption that it will, in fact, play. Yeah. <laughs> Computers have gotten so much better over the years. Because, I mean, man, growing up, getting your games to work was seriously half the battle. Q-E-M-M was yeah. a product I purchased to help with that. Oh, God. I, yeah. <laughs> I'll never enough, forget that. You have enough EMS memory, but not enough XMS. Yes. I was like, fuck you. Yes, I used no, to have to fight. Just, oh. Thank I, you, Bill Gates. Yeah, I hated that. But, you know, and, and most of the time, in those days especially, I'd buy a game, spend a week trying to get it to work, get it to work, realize within five minutes, wow, this game sucks. And then you go and you get a different game and you repeat the process, basically. Yeah. Um, so consoles have it beat there in the sense that they just work. But it's a fool's errand to think that the console's ever going to be better than the PC. Even if that's true, it's not for long. Yeah. So this the fact true. that they're coming out with the video card right before these consoles come out, I mean, it kind of makes no real difference to me in the sense that that was going to happen. Yeah. But we knew that. Yeah, but I didn't, you know, I was expecting to pay, you know, a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars oh yeah that's outrageous yeah so i was going yeah i'll wait to i'll wait to buy but now it's 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 within reach i'll, I'll pay the five hundred dollars 
Is that something that oh, you do it for your desktop? Um, yeah, I'll do this for my desktop, and I can replace. Right now, I have a 1080 Ti, which I even said it was the 1080 Ti performs well enough. And I, you know, I don't have a 4K TV, so it does the 1080p, you know, with 60 frames or higher per second without a problem. You only really yeah. need it the 2000 series and higher if you're going to do a 4K or 2K, which is popular 1440p. That's popular. But now this can do the whole 60 frames per second 4K. You know, that's the whole point of this card. It can do all that extra stuff. Yeah. So now you're back to your debacle about buying a TV. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the new TVs. Because the only TV that will, you know, because I got have the last plasmas. Really, yeah, I was going to say, he's got, Kevin's got a really nice TV. And I keep looking at them. The blacks are so deep. You know, like even if you're looking at his LED screen, you can tell the blacks aren't black. No. They're, they're gray. Yep. So my TV, when I watch, you know, things like the Umbrella, Umbrella Academy, where they have a lot of dark scenes in there, it's clear in my TV. It's not 4K, but it's clear, and you can see the definition. I don't know if I actually use the 4K at all, with the exception of the Wham! Uh, last Christmas video oh. that we all yeah. watched right yeah. around we Christmas to see if something. They, yeah, uh, the first thing we saw in the Deluca household yeah. In, yeah. in 4K was Last Christmas by Wham. Can I say, tell you, we bought the, uh, we well, you installed the TV around Christmas, and that's what we got. <laughs> It's actually not the 4K I care about. It's the HDR, the contrast ratio, where they have the colors pop better and the dark has more definition. So that's the feature of 4K TVs I re I'm actually more excited. It's not the 4K. It's the HDR. It amazes me, the depth of your knowledge on things. <laughs> it's, I'm such a nerd. The HDR, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, got nothing. So only TVs that can do what I want to do and be a gaming TV or OLED TVs, mm -hmm. but they have burn-in. And I wasn't going to worry about it. I'm like, it's funny. Oh. So screensavers are coming back. Yeah, screensavers. So, yes, yeah, so you have to have them, but they are very sen they're worse than plasmas when it comes to burn-in. So I looked at my TV the other day, and I have burn-in my TV. My plasma is burning. Oh, really? From what? It, I don't know. It, it has to be a white screen, and you can kind of see a couple, and Charlize can see it too because Charlize is not as picky as me when it comes to, and she goes, she can see them. Okay. So it's two yellow marks on the side about, you know, like, I don't know, like two, well, four inches. Well, doesn't that mean you had some menu up? Something was up for an extended period of time. Don't yeah. know what it is. Can't tell because it's not, there's no words there. A lot of people can see CNN because yeah. red is famous on OLED TVs. Like CNN, for some reason, the color red is what really burns out. It burns in on OLED TVs. So this one, I have a couple and it's been there for a while. And every now and then I see it, depends on the scene I'm in. So, yes, that bothers me. But then when that happened, I was actually considering an OLED. And I'm like, no, it's clear. Whatever I'm doing, I can cause a burn-in. Sure. So some habit I have is causing a burn-in. You know, maybe I leave in a screensaver or then maybe the fireplace up that I do a lot. Something's happening. I would think that would be enough, though, a movement to... Uh... But it's two spots, so it's on there near, near, near the edge. And the, so I just Yeah, like, I see what you're saying. Like maybe it's the log holder. Who knows? So for the most part... It, most TV shows are very dark, so you'll never see them. It has to be a bright white scene sure. uh, for it to show Well, up. I know you. It's the fact that you know they're there. Yeah, it's bothering me. But since OLED burns in quicker yeah. than plasma. That'd be worse. Yeah, so the OLED is the only one that has the right contrast ratio that I'd be happy with. Well, it, you're funny, though, because you're with like TVs like I am with computers in the sense that I'm always thinking, boy, if I just wait a week, something better will come out, and it'll be cheaper. And yeah. and I'm right. Yeah. The problem is, if you wait a week from there... <laughs> Another something. <laughs> but I'm waiting specifically, I already know what the technology is. There's micro and mini LED TVs coming out, where the problem with LED TVs is they have brightness zones 
so they can turn on off zones and actually turn off some lights. So they're in zones, so usually in TV, I forget how many they have, maybe like 40 to 60 zones, where if you have like just a, you know, like the moon streaking across the sky, you can see that around that moon, if it doesn't have enough zones, you can see like a halo yeah. effect all the way around it, yep. and it's kind of gray because it can't do blacks. So as it moves across, you can, you can definitely see that in like space battle movie, TV shows and movies where that halo effect is really there and very bad. Whereas in the OLED can actually turn off the light yep. totally, make it black. So there's no halo in that in plasma the same way. You can turn off that pixel. The new micro LEDs and mini LEDs will actually have that ability to turn off nice. the LED. So, so once again, your blacks will look like very black. Black. And that's unfortunately has become important to me <laughs> where I won't be happy long term if I get like a QLED, even though oh, they're supposed no, to be beautiful. Were... To, it's going to be a beautiful screen. Don't get me wrong. On a normal screen, it's going to be beautiful. Actually, proud of you. I'm proud uh, you, that you recognize this about yourself. Because yeah, you buy the Q uh, the Q LED there. You're yeah. just going and buying another. You're buying the micro LED when it comes out. So you're just buying two TVs instead of one if you go that route. But I was considering because you can get these TVs pretty cheap. I'm talking like sub, you know, eight hundred dollars, like five six hundred dollars for a TV. And I've also my only problem too is my wife is going blind. She won't admit it, but she is. Okay. So we're watching TV called Shameless, and that show, they text message each other a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, those are hard to see, though, and granted, I'm getting old, too. I can read every word of them. Um, Charlize can't read. She always has to pull out her glasses. She found her glasses. Oh, I narrate to Mickles. I narrate to Charlize, too, but I decide I need a much, much, much larger TV now. I literally say narration. She convinced me. By Shoney. <laughs> narration. Copyright Shoney. Uh, but yeah, so I need a larger TV. My TV is way too small. I need several sizes larger now. I did not know I had that <laughs> bug until very recently, like the past year. But um, I would like my TV to be basically the size of a wall. Yeah. Uh, the biggest TV I can possibly fit. That's how uh, like a drive-in theater in my backyard. I mean, I just want a big TV. Actually, you pre- I, maybe you get a projector then. I didn't. I, I've literally been looking at projectors yeah. lately. Um, They're very high definition. I saw a commercial for, yeah. with... It's fucking genius. People are so smart. They think of things in ways that I don't. Somebody took a projector and they hooked it like to PlayStation and they were laying there on the floor playing their, their <laughs> games on the ceiling. And oh, that's like, awesome. That is fucking genius. Oh, God. I can't do that. I would never leave my freaking house for sure. And your screen would Jesus. be gigantic yeah. and everything. I Just people are smart. They're yeah. Actually, they're generally dumb as shit, but they're, they're smart ones out there. <laughs> yeah. I think if you got like an easy enough uh, portable screen enough where you can like put it in your living room or your, you know, your TV room, I guess you got a living room and a TV room here. Um, you pick a room and where you, you know, it's yeah, you easy to down. move around and pull down. I think, yeah, you projector somewhere in your house, man. You I, can... I had a friend who uh, used a projector as his uh, main way of watching anything. And yeah. um, what he did, it was fucking genius. He hung up those thick red uh, curtains, like uh, movie theater curtains. Yeah. He hung them up. So he had the the curtains and then where he projected. Mm. There were no windows or anything. It was just a fucking wall. But yeah. He just put them up there and it looked, it just completely worked. <laughs> I'll just That's say awesome. it that way. It felt like a theater experience. If you use the right kind of paint, you can just paint your wall that part. Because you can't, you're not supposed to just use a white paint. Because it might have too many reflections on it, so you're supposed to use a specific kind of paint. You would know this. Yeah, so you got to paint the wall uh, like a very non-reflective, you know, paint. I'm just going to paint my house uh, that green oh. from the green screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then my WebExes will look perfect. They will. Yeah. I, I've been tired of doing that, by the way. The uh, virtual background. Um. I now I've switched from the virtual background to the mustache. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I do the virtual the background because um, you told me about the mustache. I, I do the actually you've shown me pictures of it too. Yeah. I do the virtual background because um, as I put it, it's the only way I can get the cat hair off my couch. Oh. There you go. So that I'm on a beach. It. And You're on uh, beach. yeah, it's just it's really working though, I, I gotta say. And unfortunately I'm doing video a whole lot more and um, I don't know, they like it. I, I no accounting for taste, I guess. But um, yeah, that's kind of a pain. Yeah. You know, the other day I kinda looked like you. I woke up. I'm like, boy, somehow I freaking grew a beard in oh, like a day oh, and a I half. Oh, I thought you meant happy and handsome. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. I didn't know no, you meant. <laughs> I wish. No, I woke up. I had a like freaking beard going on. I'm like, I swear, I shaved like a day and a half ago. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I swear but to God. Apparently, the days got away from me. Um, anyway, well, uh, you know, we still have a bunch to get through. Uh, yes. Although we've already talked about some of these things. But uh, we have the whole what are you section. But before we get into that, Kevin, it's been a while. It's been a while. If I'm a tutor and I want to contact us, what do I do? What can I do? You open your window and you scream for us out your window. No, uh, no. I think that's great. You should do that. <laughs> you you should do that. Remember Pee Wee's Playhouse? You used to do yeah, stupid yeah. shit like yeah. that. Like kids, every time uh-huh. you hear the word the, I want you to scream. That's the word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It's freaking great. Uh, Paul Rubin. Um, wow. <laughs> what? You know Pee Wee's name. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, I know it when you say it. I would never come up with yeah. it on my own. You should never have a loading time, though. Um, anyway. Um, wow, that one I cringed a little bit. Wow, no one's gonna contact us, and I can't fault them. Yeah, I don't blame them. But if you do want to contact us, <laughs> uh, email us at toot at tootcast.net. Um, and just bear in mind, we are now you know a celebrity indoor show, so we'll try to get through the deluge of emails. But I promise we'll get to each and every one Once of Once we respond to all our Hollywood friends, yes. you are next on the You're list. You're next on the list. Yeah, no, Hollywood's not calling us, <laughs> but. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely head over to twocast.net and yeah, please. And um, we've got already have some bunch of people that have been subscribing, so please continue to do that on our um, YouTube page, even though there's not much to see other than an awesome Kevin Smith video. Um, it's going to help us to the transition because apparently, need like two, three billion to actually start, you know, getting any revenue on that page. So it's oh, yeah. all based on subscribers. Yep. And so, those, yeah, again, those thumbs ups, those subscribes, I mean, the world to us. And yeah, we have. Um, we have grown in popularity recently, and yeah. seriously, folks, can't thank you enough because this is, you know, we keep getting confused over what this show is, and, yeah. you know, I think I'm saying it more for me than anyone else, but this is it. It's two guys talking, yeah. and uh, that's all it's ever meant to be, and um, we just wanted to include more people in the in the fold here, and uh, we've been loving the experience, and I'm glad some yeah. of you are as well. And and remember Sean's famous words from, I believe, from the last episode, when you see us on video, you're going to love our podcast. <laughs> Glad you appreciate it that way. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to actually put that in quote somewhere. Yep. When you see us in video, you're going to love our podcast. <laughs> We're going to see a spike in popularity the minute yeah. we go on video. Yes, yes. Please That's great. shut it off. But yeah, we want to hear from you. So yeah. contact us. You know, again, we always love those thumbs ups and those likes, but uh, and those subscribes rather. But, uh, you know, we want to hear from you. Email yes. us. Comments. Let us know what yeah. you're thinking. Yeah, definitely. We, and we do enjoy it. And if you listen to our previous episodes, we do share. You know, oh, what, absolutely. Our, what everybody writes into us. So, yeah. yeah. So, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, you probably noticed we do pick on the people that write in, but you know what? They're picking on us. It's only yes. fair. So, um, so yeah. So, Charlize about Taman, because I, I finally realized, based on my wife, what I kept on saying Taman's name incorrectly. Not on purpose, but because I kept on saying Timon. Yeah. And the reason why I've been saying Timon, because I was a big fan of The Lion King. I so knew this was <laughs> going to be animated in Disney. I didn't know how. So Timon is the meerkat, 
in the Lion King. So I think that would just that pronunciation was stuck in my head. Oh, that's fantastic. So so I got to remember Timon is the meerkat. Timon is our super fan. That is wonderful. <laughs> so I'll differentiate for now on. I wonder why you had that written on your hands, but now <laughs> yeah, it makes I did. sense. Timon, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, like I actually had to look sense. it up because I forgot what animal he was, but yeah, it was a meerkat. Meerkat, in the, yeah. in the Lion King. But yeah. That is great. Blame my wife. She's the one to point it out. It goes, isn't he the Lion King? I should have called it when you started telling that story because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, did, I sense Disney and animation coming at me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. But buddy, well, you know, I think I know the answer to this, but yeah. what, are you, what are you playing? I'm playing Death Stranding. I kind of kind of suspected that might be the case. Anything else? Or is, yeah, it sounds like that's all-consuming. It's not all-consuming, but I'm probably going to purchase um, the Outer Worlds. Uh, the uh, DLCs hit the hit this week. Oh, what's that? Twenty? Uh, Fifteen. Oh, okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, so I'll probably play that because well, I love the Outer Worlds, and it probably uh, do for I played it once, and it's probably due for a second uh, playthrough. So yeah. the Outer Worlds... I started my second. I never finished it. That was the one where I was killing literally everybody, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, and this is the best title. It's called Peril on Gorgon. Nice. So, yeah, it's, it sounds like it adds a bunch to the game, a lot of the same gameplay, but, um, yeah, it's if you're a giant fan of Outer Worlds, um, it's probably worth it. I don't know if I was a giant fan. I enjoyed it, though. I found it, I enjoyed it a great deal. It was my kind of game. So. Actually, I liked the price of it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? You bought that for me. Oh, yeah, it was a present. So, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think I purchased like a um, season pass version of it. That's quite I right. I, I don't think that was even like, I think that was a no reason present. I think that was a, I like this, I'm, you're going to do, god damn it. I was like, uh, I, I know you're going to not buy this full price game. So, yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. That's my idea with Cyberpunk, too. That's why I haven't bought it yet. No, I'm kidding. I am, yeah. am going to buy that. Um, that's coming out. That's actually coming out uh, um, November 19th. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, should I pre order? Is there any benefit to pre order? There's no benefit to pre order at this point. Um, I pre-ordered uh, Tony Hawk. Tony like, Hawk, yeah. A day before it released. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it was a pre-order. You wanted the skeleton. Um, I did. Um, I wanted the skeleton. But yeah, so Cyberpunk will definitely... So I got to fill up my time between now and November, because once November hits, I'll be playing... And Cyberpunk is not like Outer Worlds as far as scope. It's going to be way, way, way bigger. Is this why you've been so busy at work? Just getting ready for like, get, I'm going to disappear for three months. Well, I just realized that I already had that week off work course you do God so damn, i'm living my life all wrong i place. know so because that's the thanksgiving week it's, it's coming out so or the next following week so that's all i'm gonna be doing that week and i decided i'm not going to ohio this thanksgiving really <laughs> well cyberpunk that is fantastic <laughs> i've weighed the options and on one yeah. hand i had family yes i got family obligations on the other and i got cyberpunk keanu yeah keanu i know well, I, I actually was buying the game before keanu was announced you know, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, but, I remember you told me about that a yeah. long time ago. Because, yeah, because I CD Projekt Red, I celebrate. Oh, this is such, I don't know. I don't know if they're a good company or a dumb company. Because they just announced that if you purchase Cyberpunk 2077, it will work on the new system. without. So it will work on the regular Xbox and the new Xbox. Okay. Also, they announced is if you own The Witcher... It will work on one of the consoles. It will work on the new system as well. That's pretty groovy. So I, I think they're losing millions, but they're well, basically not, doing they're for They're not free. losing, and they're not making. They're not making it, yeah. But they're, they're being a decent company. Yeah, they're, so a lot of the companies, awesome. EA, w- wouldn't do a thing like that. Well, most companies wouldn't yeah. do a thing like that, and um, that's an awesome thing. Although, you know, I'm sorry, man. Props yeah. to Epic. Yeah. I got to get props to Epic Store, because seriously, if you're not, if you are a PC gamer in any way, shape, or form... Seriously, you should be checking once a week the Epic Store. Yeah. Um, 
it's funny. I can lately. I haven't been touching my PC a lot, and um, I will still remember to log in once a week and check whatever Epic has for free. Because I mean, it is ridiculous. And yeah, a lot yeah. of times it's these indie games you never heard of and never going to play, but get them anyway. Because yeah. that way, when they come up in the this show or some yeah. future one, you're going to be like, you know what? I have that. But um, they are, they also give out AAA games. I mean, really good stuff. Yeah. So uh, just keep an eye out on that free stuff. So shout out to Epic. Definitely. Um, and they made a little game called Unreal. I mean, might have heard Unreal. that one. Yeah. Although seriously, is it is the next one ever coming out? I don't know. It's been alpha for like five years, I think. At least, yeah. We've yeah. been playing that on and off for years. Yeah. Um. Um, so, yeah, so what are you playing besides... Uh, oh, yeah, so I got, uh, I think everybody knows, I bought Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, and uh, I haven't had a ton of time, but this weekend I did, and I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, <laughs> and uh, played a lot of it. Um, in fact, because of that, um, a lot of the music I'm going to talk to about today is from that soundtrack, because it's fun, and, uh, you know, they took... I like what they did. They took the soundtracks from one and two, those games, because they all had good soundtracks. And I mean, I'm talking real music, musicians like people have heard of. Yeah. Um, and are they modern or are they all like 80s? They added, uh, well, they were modern for the time and they've added to it since then. Because I mean, think about it. One and two were 20 years ago. Hate to admit it, but when those games were released, it was 20 probably plus years ago. So a lot of, uh, a lot of good stuff there. Um, if that's your jam, you know, if you, if you don't like skateboarding anyway, I'm going to say you probably aren't going to like that game. <laughs> Call it a hunch. But, um, it's a, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Um, so I gotta say, um, I have five for the PS4, which got horrible reviews. Yeah. That's and what I, heard. I cannot articulate what the difference is, but it's so much better than five. I mean, so much, I, I can't explain to you, literally can't what makes it better, but it is so good hmm. so good um so yeah definitely liking that um other than that i haven't really been playing anything i've been playing work it's not <laughs> a very fun game i don't recommend it no i hear you i'm gonna give that a very uh, low rating yeah Does, rating. not gonna make the metacritic list work, at all yeah, work very low yeah. yeah very low um but yeah unfortunately and that song's probably gonna get a little worse before it gets better but um it's good stuff you know professionally i'm doing okay yeah. busy as hell Feel like I'm gonna die at any moment because I can't keep up, but, but I'm trying real hard and it seems to be working out. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I work at a school, so I gotta worry. Uh, you know, well, I'm staying remote right now, but you know, I think I was telling my boss earlier today of who, you know they're gonna do random testing on people and they're not sure if they use staff or the students. And I'm like, uh, students are the one who don't care if they're at a party. With, yeah. You know, 50 other people with no masks. Test them first. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> what's the school? What's the campus doing right now? It's a mix right now. If you need if you need the labs, you can come in. If you don't, stay home, do remote. Okay. Same thing with staff. And I presume they have social distancing in place. I mean, masks and uh, you know six feet away kind of thing. Yep. And, and I've been practicing for this my whole life, so I'm ready. <laughs> That's what I told my boss. I said <laughs> I've been doing social distancing before it was cool, dude. Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's not that bad. Um, but I do miss some of my coworkers, so we do the coffee time over Zoom. You know, in the yep. afternoons. So. Yeah, it's a modern day thing. We we stopped for the summer, but um, we've been doing. Uh, we're going to start them up again. I'm sure we've been doing. Uh, we have a weekly team call anyway, and uh, it ends at four thirty. Our workday ends at five. So what we've been doing is just that last half an hour. We've been just kind of doing. Uh, we do all sorts of stuff actually. We kind of make it fun, but we do a big Zoom call. You know, everybody gets some libations and we drink and. Uh, we've been doing a lot of music trivia, stupid crap like that. People have made up games for it, and uh, it, it's just a way to. Stay connected when you're you're just 
not able to ever see each other, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think I've been coping better because I work from home. Yeah. Um, you know, my industry, we largely work from home. So even without a pandemic, there are people that, uh, you know, I told you the story, actually. I'm at, a, I'm at a sales conference once, and I meet this guy, and they're like, uh, hey, uh, you know, I'll just say the guy's uh, first name, you know, they're like, hey, Sean, this is Aaron. And Aaron's like, you're Sean DeLuca? Mm. I'm like, yeah. And he's shaking my hand. He's like, oh, my God, it's so good to meet you. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. I can't believe I'm shaking your hand. And I'm like, you know, I've met me. Mm. It's just not that fucking exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so it bothers me. Like, I walk away, and I'm like, why was that dude so freaking excited about meeting me? Yeah. And later on, I went back, and I saw his last name. I'd worked with this dude for a year and a half over the phone. We talked every day. Every freaking day. Oh, uh. No one told me his last name. They just said, hey, this is... So the context of talking to him was completely wrong. I, there was no way I would have connected those dots. But then I was pretty much as excited as he was to, <laughs> to actually meet. Because, again, I didn't... Uh, clearly, I didn't even know what the man looked like. But every day we spoke <laughs> multiple times for a year and a half. And all of a sudden we're in the same spot. So um, that's the industry I work in. So pandemic, it's... At least for us... It's not that big. A, it's not that big a change, you know. Right. I've worked with people for years and literally never been. I've, some of them I've physically never met. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a weird thing, but it's what what I do. So you know, kind of we coped better than most, I think, with the pandemic. That's why they call it the new normal. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, well, what are you watching lately, buddy? I know it's shameless. Uh, shameless. Yes, just shameless. That's it. That's it, yeah. We well, have six episodes left on season 10, and then we're probably going to do a mix. There's an... Well, we determined you're actually ahead of us. We haven't watched that last season. There is another show on Max, Max Plus, or whatever the heck they call it, um, um, Raised by Wolves, that yeah. I probably watched. Oh, watch. shit, I live that one. Oh, you live... Yeah, I know. I live that one. But this looks uh, like a sci-fi um, kind of deal, Ooh. and it is it is Ridley Scott, who I do celebrate him um, mostly. Even though he, we gave us that meme of running away, like in Pandorum, <laughs> running. He's, he, they said they never learned the school of run away from things because in Pandorum, the spaceship is a disc shape, and Charlie Theron is running away from this crashing ship directly in his line. In the line, yeah. Just you could go just, left. Yeah, to, yeah. She, she dies in a riptide. Yeah, she dies. But yeah, so, so this, <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like a really weird and interesting movie. It looks like the Viking guy in it, but. It does look like my cup of tea, but it's some weird sci-fi thing. And, yeah, I'm going to be checking that out. Interesting. All right. Yeah, you well, see a scene like that. I'm like, yeah, that seems That's like... That's scary shit right yeah. there. Yeah, so Raised by Wolves. So I think three episodes have dropped so far. So I'm going to check it out and oh, see if I'm going to so, stick with it. Yeah, it's something oh, you can't well, binge. One, it's a, a Lovecraft thing? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it might be Lovecraftian. And well, that, that... Oh, no, no. There's another show called Lovecraft Country. Which oh. I watched one episode of that as a different show, and I fell asleep. Okay. So I haven't seen any tentacles yet. But I can't I'm, I'm fall hoping. asleep to TV. Oh, I can. I, it drives Michael's crazy. I can't. Yeah. All I do is, even if it's shitty TV, like if yeah. she's watching QVC, I just sit there and think how much QVC sucks. So Lovecraft Country is supposed to be, that's a different show, and that is... Um, well, it's based on some writer. I forget his name. Yeah, exactly. I'm entirely writing down. I wrote down Raised by Wolves and Lovecraft Country. I will be uh, so, checking these out. Yeah, so those are new shows. But then Umbrella, I got to get the wife to stay awake for Umbrella, second season for Umbrella Academy. It was so good. I'll be watching that. I enjoyed it. 
I liked the first episode. I was like, this is awesome. And my wife snored. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> I was like, how? It this is so interesting. So yeah, we got some other things we need to watch. Oh yeah, I'm also gonna we I've also I'm gonna punish her because we're gonna watch a good modern show interdispersed with Star Trek the Next Generation. You're gonna make her watch Star Trek the Next Generation? I am because yeah. I made her watch Babylon Five and she liked it. And this is a classic. They're awesome. The shows are awesome. And when Riker gets his beard, oh, it's gonna be awesome. That is great. Well, you you have fun with that. It's a good show. It uh, really I, is I a good show. I watched it at the time. I mean, I've seen a shit ton of Next Generations. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, and you know, got Reading Rainbow um, in there with the glasses. That's what I call him, but it's Lovar Burton. The uh, <laughs> wow. He wasn't Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Yeah, I don't. Uh, um, who was he? It wasn't Data. What was his name? Um. His name, oh, Boy. I feel like I'm going to lose my cred. Yeah, seriously, I should know uh, this. Jordan. LaFleur, Giardi LaForge. LaForge, thank you. <laughs> Giardi LaForge, you yeah. Well, I got the last name. Um, LaForge. Um, yeah, and he had the banana clip thing in his for his eyes, but then eventually took that out and gave him actual eye sockets. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I watched that show, and yeah, it was good enough, and, you know, pr- mad props to Patrick Stewart, no question, but um, no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'll be watching that again. I like odd sci-fis, yeah, and this... Uh, morality tales really is what they are yeah see i guess that's what it is i like a good story and that's that doesn't qualify yeah um we're watching a sci-fi right now though and we're watching um dark it's on netflix yeah and um it's fucking great uh they're really they're doing a great job they are doing time travel and they're not fucking it up oh i like that and that's hard like i seriously don't think you should write about time travel because it's hard and you're gonna fuck it up and it is complicated like i can tell you already i kind of want to go back and watch it again already oh, the whole thing maybe you already did just so i can figure it out well if i figured it out yeah that just hasn't gotten here yet because yeah. it is that kind of complicated um yeah people are meeting themselves on a regular on the reg here yeah <laughs> that's fucked awesome up. and they're like dude there's no way you're me because well, what the fuck and yeah. you'd be like yep i said that too and it's like whoa <laughs> jeez so it is complicated, but I'm enjoying that. And the other one is, um, you know, I'd say it's a Mickle show, but I'm I'm truly loving it. And that would be um, an Amazon show, and that is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, I've heard of that. Um, I think she won some Golden Globes on that one. She's a freaking riot, um, and she's easy on the eyes. Um, don't know what her age is, but um, I, I think she just barely makes the mark where she's old enough for me not to feel like a dirty old man. Um, but she's a pretty girl. Uh, absolutely hysterical. I mean, oh. just it's it's funny. It, it truly is funny. Uh, she's talented. Well, here's an odd question though. What's your favorite time travel movie? Um, I'm probably, probably going to go with you actually. Um, well, I don't know if it's my favorite, oh, but the, do, okay, you know, do you, you know, know which what? one mine is? Uh, yeah, I know what the best one is, and I know what my favorite is, and I think I'm going to go with your answers on both of them. So the best is Primer, and the favorite is Time Bandits. Oh shoot. I picked the wrong one as my favorite. Yeah, what were you going to go with? Cause uh, about Time. Um, about Time. You know, that's. I thought that was a chick flick. I haven't really watched it. It's a really good time travel movie. Um, I'm going to have to. Okay, um, so I would say Time Bandits is definitely up there. Uh, because yeah, see, I just awesome. ruined your shit you right there, it, didn't I? But so you were wrong. I was right. Uh, you, You're yeah, going to have to admit it. I'm going to admit Time Bandits is a great movie. And I watched it not that long ago again. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long, long time. But great movie. I, I think I was right. But modern audiences would probably be able to uh, to enjoy about time. Not, I'm not saying Time Bandits is a difficult movie, but it's um, you have to be a major nerd to really like that movie because it's kind of out there. Oh, 
That explains a lot. That, yeah, yeah, I know. Because I'm quite fond. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it is out there. Creeped it is the out shit there. right yeah. out of me as a kid, man. I found that one to be a bit scary. Yeah, I found um, it weird that Sean Connery was like right at the very end of the movie. What's that was her hilarious. name? Adams. I want to say what's uh, about time girl's names. Um, uh, I like her. She's um, Rachel she's, McAdams. Rachel McAdams. But she's not what made the movie good. Although she's um, cute, it's really just the guy. Yeah, she's a cute girl. Uh, yeah, Dominal Gleason uh, played the lead character, but him and his it was basically him and his relationship with his father. Did that, you ever see The Age of Adeline? Adeline? I have not. I think that's a chick flick. It's um. This is definitely a chick flick, by the way. What's that? The, the About Time is kind of a chick flick. No, it's entirely a chick but flick. But it's a yeah, great time but travel we will, And you saying, oh, yeah, okay, so you admitting it's a chick flick, it really means a chick flick, but... uh. Yeah, I bawled. Um, I believe that. I didn't cry. Uh, you bawled. I bawled. I, I like it, so yeah. wonder, wonder if I will. I it, made me, it made me hyperventilate a little bit at the end, I swear to God. Oh, wow. And, and you I shouldn't even that. say that. I don't, no, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy balling. You seek, it, you like seek it out. I do. Uh, yeah, but this movie did it for me because it, 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 oh, again, what, it had nothing to do with the You girl. know what I fucking balled what? at? Last thing I can remember what? balling at, the blind side. Oh, the you blind side. That? Yeah, I saw that. Fucking yeah. balled. Yeah. And I, you know, it was so aptly named because I had yeah. no idea what the story You're, was got going into. Yeah, blind, blindsided. <laughs> That's awesome. I have no idea how yeah. I even end up watching it. But oh my God. Yeah, crush me. Um, oh, there's a good thing for you. I don't know if you've seen any of the. Um, the show um, uh, Cobra Kai. I have not, but it made its move over to Netflix. Oh, so nice. it was on YouTube. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, you used to pay to see it. Now, so you can binge watch the first two seasons. Oh, I nice. think dropping soon. And even if you're like Karate Kid wasn't your thing thing growing up, uh, it was for me. I really loved the first two movies. I say I'm we're of an age. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of the age of the Karate Kid was kind of cool. I told my boss the other day. I said, you know, there's a lot of reasons we could do it, but yep. me. I'm doing it for Johnny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because that's that's the thing where that's why I like the the two Cobra Kai. Because this is from Johnny's perspective, and you're like, yeah, he was kind of a jerk, and they kind of make that point in the show yeah. that you know he you know Ralph Macchio's character, you know uh, Danny Larusso, deserved kind of a lot of what he was getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, so it's a really cool movie and uh, TV show, show um, on there, and it's worth watching because they they were able to get like the. Sh- some of the most of the rights of the original movies and they're showing flashbacks on that from different angles apparently a lot of the scenes were filmed with 20 cameras okay so they're showing different angles and i just like the story because it's you know um there's a lot of characters that make a showing there i don't want to give anything away that kind of like uh, blows your mind and I, I think it's a good story because you know because i think when the show starts like johnny's like a drunk and you know so it's a dark but compared so it's not like lighthearted 80s flick yeah they went all dark with this yeah so that's why I like it. It's people get beat up and almost die and stuff. So it's definitely. I'm entirely going back and watching The Outsiders again. It's been too long. The Outsiders, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's a good movie. It is. That's yeah, pre, but pre I was, fame I was, for a lot of people. There. I'm very pleased too that my boss got the reference. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> doing so. it for Johnny, I'm doing man. Doing it for Johnny. Doing it for Johnny. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that was a good movie, and also the Karate Kid was in that as well. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stay golden. golden Stay golden, gold, golden boy. Yeah. Yeah, his career went nowhere. But <laughs> um, everyone else did. Yeah, they, I mean, it really did. It's just yeah. an all-star cast, and then so it was just yeah. a good movie. I loved it, and not for nothing, movie. man. I'm sorry. Um, seriously, R.I.P. for Patrick Swayze. He was uh, fucking phenomenal, wasn't he? I mean, seriously, he really was. I loved all his cheese. I, all I, of I, it. I really do. He's kind of like he was like. I'm gonna say it. He was kind of like Uber Keanu. That's what made Point Break so great. Yeah. You had them both, both in the same orbit. <laughs> yes, they're together being themselves. Yes, and it was just uh, like, wow. God. Yeah, I know. And I watched Point Break recently, too, because I wanted to see the, I, the I Jesus. Have, I, did you ever watch the remake? I couldn't no. myself. 
No, I've trouble watching a lot of remakes. Um, I, I like Girl the Dragon Tattoo. I've never seen the American version. I've, uh, yeah, I did, and you're you're better off not. Yeah, Let um, Me In, which was the Let the Right One In. I forget which one was the original Vampire Child movie. I've only seen the Swedish version. I've never seen the American version of that either. Okay. So they changed the title a little bit. One's called Let Me In, and one's called Let the Right One In. But they're the same exact movie. Yeah. One's American, and I've never watched the American version. It's absolutely crazy what this microphone is picking up. Yeah, it's picking up noise in the other room. It's picking up the TV that I can't actually really even hear all that well, and yet it's picking it up like it's... Yeah. It sounds like we have a studio audience. We do. They're cheering us on. are here. Yeah, they are here. They're cheering us on. (laughs) Well, sorry, guys. Maybe one day we'll have a... uh, Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) I don't know what we'll have. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll find a place other than a a respective dining room tables for this kind of thing. Yes. But... um, yeah, the um, the uh, not about time. The age of Adeline has yeah. uh, the hell's Ryan Blake Lively. Oh, Blake Lively. Um, I've heard of her. She's like a B movie kind of like you, famous. You know, I think the only reason I don't talk about her more is because I think she's just under the age mark for me. I think she's too young, but goddamn, she is a pretty girl. I look at her and I'm just like, wow, you're a pretty girl. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Jesus, that's not right. That's some genes right there. You know, like, you know, certain girls, like Scarlett Johansson, you know, she rolls out of bed in the morning. Doesn't matter if she'd been drinking since 2 a.m. She looks fucking gorgeous. And it's just like, wow, it's not even a fair fight. Like, you didn't even do anything. (laughs) You jerk. Yeah. Um, Anywho, um, you hear any good music lately? Hear anything? Because I got a lot to talk about here. Like I said, the Tony Hawk 1 and 2 soundtrack, I wanted to give a shout out to a a few songs on that. All right, so today I decided, uh, based on my uh, comments from last episode, because I heard, um, um, I spoke about the band Yes, and I spoke about a song um, called Heart of the Sunrise. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to list my I, my um, I didn't playlist. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to list my playlist, and I, I, you'll notice a song missing off this playlist because it's not on my playlist. So I think I'm very Steve Howe in my playlist because I'm missing probably one of the most oh, favorite songs. Oh, really the there? Yeah, that's not on my list. Okay. So my playlist is not many songs. It's like 10 songs. But um, I would say that if anyone, you know, listening, um, tell me if, if I'm missing a song you think is a really great Yes song. But I think I have a really good selection of a mix, a random mix of Yes songs. Starship Trooper, I've Seen All Good People. Close to the Edge, and You and I, Siberian Katru, Roundabout, you have to have that, Long Distance Runaround, Mood for a Day, Heart of the Sunrise, uh, Open Your your Eyes, Homeworld, It Will Be a Good Day, Face to Face, and, and If Only You Knew. And that to me is, uh, there's way more songs than that in Yes, but that is to me, my favorite group of Yes songs that I like just listening to in random. That's great. So where does that go? Up on our Facebook page? Where, where do you put that? Uh, you know, I could just take a screenshot of this, yeah. I think you should. Yeah, I'll put this screenshot, and I really... These are good songs, and I was listening to... I don't believe to, you, but I will listen to them. I will. I know a couple. I knew two, at least two on that list. I will give a listen to these. They're um, Yeah, they're not... You Like, I love Rush, but you can't compare Yes to Rush. You can kind of compare Yes to, like, early Genesis. Um, I've heard... There's some songs by um, Led Zeppelin that are a little more progressive rock that um, is reminiscent of this. So basically, if you like a band that can play a um, really long time and you can tell they're very talented, and I don't know, I think a lot of these songs are very pretty. I mean, mm-hmm. Charlize likes some of these songs. She likes the stuff off the new Ladder album. It Will Be a Good Day. She loves that one because it's like some of these songs you got to listen to and you can't not smile. 
They're just very uplifting. Oh, They're uplifting songs. So, which is the opposite of what I normally get myself into. Absolutely. So, this is anti-suicide. This is not suicide. You listen to yeah. this and you feel good about everything. There was a long time, um, like a series of, I'd say, at least a decade, yeah. where I'd make these suicide radio mixes. Yeah. And at the end of each one, I'd put it sitting at the dock of the bay. Yeah. Because that was, you know, just when yeah. you're about to squeeze the trigger. You know, okay, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. Yeah, these are, I don't know, these are very pleasant songs here. They're not like crazy. I'd say that um, Yes is famous for some of their songs of getting like, you got to be tripping to really understand what's happening. They have songs like that. You oh. have to be tripping because they're just way out there. Well, they were the right uh, era, too. Yeah. They was, probably were. Yeah, mid of the, middle of the 60s definitely were very tripping songs. If you look at their album covers, they're all like these weird alien worlds. I love their artwork. The great artwork on their uh, album covers. I will give them a listen. I, I uh, actually, I'll be honest. Uh, last time I was actually listening to something, I was working on spreadsheets and uh, I was listening to our show. Yep, I admitted it. I <laughs> listened to our show. Yeah. When I'm working, sometimes I listen. Now that's what I've been doing. Now is, is throwing in like an album that I like or mm-hmm. a, a playlist, and I just cranked out on my headphones while I'm working. It's so funny. Like almost every day, I start Pandora. Yeah. Almost every day. Yeah. Some days I pause it about a quarter way into the first song, and that song never gets unpaused. <laughs> Other days I'm yeah. able to actually listen. Listen, yeah. You I like to listen. Something, a skill I picked up a long time ago. This is a tangent. When I was in seventh grade, uh, back in the days when I used to read, there was a time. Just and I, song. yeah, I used to read, and, for, and <laughs> this is a true story. It's lame. But this is seventh grade, and I had a cassette, uh, portable cassette player. Um, Probably a Sony Walkman, or knowing me, it was probably some knockoff. And sure, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably you, wasn't you, the actual. You had the Sony Walkman. Yeah, the Shawnee Walkman. That's what I had. <laughs> yeah, it, something tells me it wasn't an actual Sony Walkman. Uh, it would not fit. But I had, um, I was suspended from school for fighting. Um, Do tell the story. How did you? Who the hell? Why, yeah, I didn't get in a fight. Um, basically, this kid got, I got a little argument with the kid. He pushed me. I pushed him back. I went to a school that I shouldn't have been in because my parents were scared and moved me to this yuppie school. And they are very strict. And they're like, you're out of here for two weeks. And I'm like, this is the middle semester. I'm a straight A student. I was at the time. So we actually went to, for the, it, to the board of education and begged them not to suspend me because it's going to affect my future and my grades. This and, happened. <laughs> and is that when they sent you to uh, live with your auntie and your uncle? <laughs> they did, yes. <laughs> they definitely did. <laughs> Uh, so the board of education listen to my story. I'm like, I'm, all I go, all I do is push him. He, I said he punched me. I pushed him back. That was it. Yeah, you're suspended for two weeks. What happened for, to the kid that punched you? I, I never saw him again. Wow, Maybe that was a harsh school. <laughs> yeah, it was a harsh school. Yeah, I literally never saw him again. Uh, he was never heard from yeah, again. Actually, I, I remember his name. I won't say it. Um, boy, I, I think you got off easy with the uh, two week suspension yeah. in hindsight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what this tangent was doing is that then I went to. Um, I had to stay home. My parents punished me, punished me like I'm a bad person, um, of vacuuming all the spiderwebs in the basement. And every time I took a break from that, I would sit on the couch, read a book called Alfred Hitchcock and the Three Investigators. Okay. Because I was in seventh grade. I loved Alfred Hitchcock. In the three, yeah, this was the weird like cri- children uh, solving crimes with their uh, uh, like their Alfred Hitchcock playing the role of like giving like direction like clue yeah yeah yeah. so he's gonna give him direction and i would listen and a lot of people say they can't do this but i was listening to music the whole time and i will never forget what i listened to i listened to a weird al yankovic album that's fantastic that had yoda on it george of the jungle i entirely had that one it was like a virgin yeah like a surgeon um uh, yeah yeah Yeah. like a surgeon that's like a surgeon hey so i listened to that over and over again during those two weeks i entirely had that album yeah 
It so, was the one before um, <laughs> he did the bad remake. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, like but boy, a, I entirely. It might have been like a surgeon. Might have been the name of that album. Um, I rem- I entirely remember it. I actually celebrate every song on there. Oh, it was Dare to be? Was it Dare to be Stupid? Was oh, Dare to be Stupid might have been one. Boy, it's been a yeah, long time. Dare to be stu- yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I listened to that album over and over again while I was reading, and it didn't bother me. It didn't distract me. Okay. So ever since then, I can do anything I want and listen to music, and I won't lose focus on what I'm doing. In fact, it helps me maintain focus when I do things now. Oh, it helps me with like uh, spreadsheets and things like yeah. that? Without a doubt, music helps me. Um, it, I suppose it depends on what I need to focus on. Um, yeah. I couldn't listen to... I, I don't think I could read a book and listen to music with words. In fact, oh. I know I couldn't. I'm too hung up on lyrics. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely do it with classical. Ooh, I Want a New Duck was on that album, album too. That's great. <laughs> that was about Huey yeah, Lewis. That was Huey yeah, Lewis. Huey I Want a New Drug. Yeah, no, I'm telling oh, you, I had the album. It was a great album. Um, and my favorite, Hooked on Polkas. Yeah, I remember that too. I entirely, <laughs> entirely had that album. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I listened to for two straight weeks. I didn't have any other cassette. Uh, so <laughs> I find it, I mean, I feel you were wronged on a number of levels. I mean, at least you didn't get killed off, but like the kid yes. hit you. Yeah. Um, so there's that. But yeah. you, what exactly was your parents' rationale for punching you when they'd actually gone to your defense because they saw how right you were for standing up for yourself? Oh, they saw it as an opportunity to get their basement cleaned. To get the basement cleaned. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kevin, you're punished. You're punished. When the show's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When the show's over. I'm just wondering if it to... still works. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I'm not kidding anymore. <laughs> Um, for, it's so funny. You yeah. actually, you actually just sang a song to me, and you don't even know it. But yeah. you'd said, um, and I'm going to ask you to look it up because I don't know who did it. But it's a yeah. great song. But there was a song. Uh, I'm going to say back in the day. Yeah. And the lyrics are literally back in the days when I was young. I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I said, wish I was a kid again. You literally said the term back in the days, and I'm not a kid anymore. All within quick succession of each other. It's like you're singing it to me. Ahmad. Ahmad. Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a great song, actually. We'll play it after here. Man, I wish okay. we could play music on here without copyright infringement yeah. problems. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they'd sue the living shit out of us. Yeah. Um, on that note, though, we yeah. um, I suppose I'm going to share that with our fans. Um, I did a little bit of homework. And uh, and I know we're in the middle of the music section, but I just yeah. don't care. Just don't um, and I will say this. We are getting some, Mickels getting us some paperwork, and we are walking down the LLC road. Oh, we're going to make a company out of this. We're going to have to. So we've yeah. got to think of a name. And yeah. you know what? I am actually glad I brought this up because it crossed my mind and yeah. I'm doing it. You're going to ask. I'm going to ask everybody. Oh, what, you, what should the We can name it whatever yeah, we damn it, well please, it doesn't basically. Have to be, yeah, it doesn't have to be Toot or the one other thing. It could be something it cool. It could be absolutely anything. Actually, I, I have one thing that uh, I thought we could potentially name it, but here's the only rule I know of. Yeah. Uh, I suppose there's two. We couldn't have anything profane because they wouldn't let us, although that would be cool. Yeah. Um, and the other is the name can't be taken. Oh. If the name's taken, we're, we're dead in the water. That's that. Right. But... I believe we did have one negative comment thus far. Yeah. And I believe it was simply largely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. And I, that to is... which I fully concur. Yes. Yeah, congratulations. You are correct. So, believe it or not, <laughs> he's our first entry in this contest. Oh, so he inadvertently is helping us out. Largely irrelevant LLC is my first suggestion. <laughs> that is awesome. We should see if there's another company called that because that doesn't seem like a very uncommon pair of words put together but it may be so it's worth looking up i can't imagine that many people want to name their company <laughs> largely irrelevant yeah i know it doesn't roll off the tongue it just i can't yeah. imagine it's high on the wish list yeah it might be one you end up with when your name is taken yeah. like whatever you yeah. wanted but um 
you know, again, we're going to make a game out of this. Yeah. Um, we don't really have a timeline right now, yeah. but... Um, and Kevin, you get to play too. So it, yeah, and no. I'm certain I'm going to be playing more than just this. But that was the one that first came to my mind. Um, so if you guys have names for what what our company should be called, yeah, we want to hear from you. We want to know. And um, you know, it, again, it doesn't have to have anything to do with the one other thing because, well, we already got the name of the show. Now we get to name something else. It's just right. fun. Yeah, more names. <laughs> We're naming things. Well, we are celebrity endorsed. Uh, that's true. Exactly. Yes. That could be the name too. Celebrity endorsed. <laughs> yeah, I just love call it, it celebrity endorsed. I love it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Second entry. <laughs> so I'm writing it down. Celebrity yeah. endorsed. Yep, celebrity endorsed. Oh, I love that. Yeah, uh, Kevin Smith knew this is how he's helping. I don't um, know. He's like, God damn, here's your money. Give me that video back. <laughs> yes. I will um, take it back, please. Okay, yeah. so music. I yes. wrote down so much today. <clears throat> so um I said I wasn't going to do categories, and um, I kind of still did, but not entirely. So first, we we mentioned Jimmy T. That was James Taylor. Oh. And, um, you know, I asked Mickles that same question. Folk or classic rock? She agreed entirely folk. Um, or she said, actually, um, folk is generous. He's easy listening. <laughs> I said, okay, but we'll give him folk. And, uh, you know, to mention some songs, uh, and for the record, Jimmy T is entirely easy listening. I mean, it doesn't get much easier. Uh, Carolina in my mind is just super, super duper stuff. Um, in fact, that's by far my favorite James Taylor song. Um, I heard it a trillion times. I absolutely love it. Um, it's got a line in there that just fucking blows me away. And it's, uh, there ain't no doubt in no one's mind that loves the finest thing around. So whisper something soft and kind. Just like, God damn. It hits me every time. I love that line. Uh, but he's got lots of, he's seriously got a whole catalog of stuff, guys. I mean, it's just outrageous. Um, Mexico is a good one. Um, your smiling face. I always like that. And your smiling face, actually, you know, this brings up two things. There's something called, or that I call a fuck you song. And, yeah, when you're listening to Rage Against the Cheese, yeah, almost every song is a fuck you song because he's literally saying fuck you throughout it. Yes, those are pretty obvious. Everyone can get those. But there's all sorts of songs that are fuck you songs that aren't necessarily on the nose about it. They're not necessarily as uh, obvious that that's what they're saying. But, um, you know, one song I've always been particularly fond of is A Different Drum by the Stone Ponies. Um, you might know it if you heard it. I don't know if uh, you do off just from the name. But it, it sounds like a happy upbeat song and it's a phenomenal song seriously linda ronstadt amazing stuff but um it is as fuck you a song as ever there was and i will argue that your smiling face by james taylor is a fuck you song mm. even though you'd never think it it's very sweet words but at some point he's basically going on about no one can tell me i'm doing wrong today whenever i see your smiling face so he's basically saying ran out of fucks to give folks as long as I'm keeping this this woman happy, I'm a happy camper. Mm. Don't really care what anyone else thinks about it. Yeah. And uh, I dig that. Um, I even like some of his later stuff, like Copperline. was a great song. Great song. Um, so, yeah, Jimmy T, if he's listening, he's your thing. Um, if, you know, classic rock, you know, everybody's surprised that Zeppelin wasn't the first choice. Yep. If somehow you don't know Zeppelin. I will, I will admit, and I think I, I told you this the other day, personally. When I'm confronted by genius, I'm often not smart enough to recognize it for what it is. It takes my little brain a little time to catch up. So I heard about Zeppelin. Oh my God, Zeppelin. You've got to gotta listen to Zeppelin. They're the greatest thing ever. And I heard Stairway to Heaven. And it was okay. You know, didn't blow me away. Didn't know what all the hubbub was about. Yeah. Then I heard When the Levee Breaks. Mm. I don't know why that song. I was just like, oh, this is good. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that that for some reason that led me in. And um, then it's just, I mean, Zeppelin, I can go on and on and on and on. Uh, if I had to name a few songs, like When the Levy Breaks, obviously, is a personal favorite of mine. Honestly, the entire Zoso album, just <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. Um, and Stairways on that. Uh, but Ramble On, you know, everybody knows Ramble On. Great, great song. Uh, Tangerine, another personal favorite of mine. Um, I asked Mickles what her favorite was, and then I answered for her before she could, and uh, I was right. And hers is Cashmere by far. She loves it. Um, so, yeah, Zeppelin, absolutely. And um, you know my Zeppelin story. Uh, I think it was my 13th birthday. <laughs> I uh, A little bit of a long story, but the short version is I actually got to meet and shake Robert Plant's hand. And I'm telling you, folks, I went full stupid. I distinctly, I'm not generally impressed by anything, and I distinctly remember shaking this man's hand, and all I could think was, do you know who you are? Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty certain he thought I had some, I was mentally handicapped because I couldn't form words or do much of anything. But, uh, yeah. And um, because of that, the legend has grown, and now, you know, I take writing credits for a lot of Zeppelin stuff because, uh, well, things things change over the years. The legend grows. Yeah, the legend grows. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check out Zeppelin, though. If you haven't, they're, they're really, really good. Um, now, uh, one other, it's, you know, I was wondering what to, what to say for heavy stuff, and I didn't really have anything specifically, and I don't even know what this band falls into. So I thought I'd throw out uh, a shout-out to Modest Mouse. Huge fan. A um, lot of really good stuff. Um, they are out there. They are doing their own thing. They never. They they did not run out of fucks. So they never picked any up to begin with. And um, you know, name a few songs because you know you've probably heard some Modest Mouth stuff. And I'll be honest, they're they're one of those bands that their hits that are on the radio is probably the worst stuff on the album. And to be honest, I like their hits too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's probably the worst stuff that's on the album. And uh, so if I had to name some songs, uh, Heart Cook's Brain. Uh, Bukowski, Trailer Trash is great. Um, I, I could go on and on. Custom Concern is amazing. Uh, along with uh, one of the ones that probably first turned me on to them is a song called Never Ending Math Equation. And it's just it's so good. But uh, I really do. Um, and it's funny, it's going to lead into a, one of those references. I kind of celebrate the whole catalog. And uh, I don't even know if you realize this, but whenever I say I celebrate the whole catalog, it's actually a quote from a movie. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? And I can tell already you don't. Yes. What am I talking about? You're talking about Office Space. I am talking about Office <laughs> Space. That's awesome. Yes. Because Michael Bolton. Michael, Michael the Bolton. Two Bobs, man. They, yeah. You know, the, the yep. one guy's name is Michael Bolton, and I'll never forget, you know. You yeah. remember that movie's so good. Yeah, Seriously, good guys, if you haven't seen Office Space and you work in an office, go yeah. get it. It's a documentary. <laughs> it is. And, and he uh, did work in an office for um, Mike Judge. Uh, there's no, yep. absolutely no way on God's green earth you could come up with those jokes <laughs> and not have worked in an office because they are too spot on. Yeah. And, um, I hate printers too. Do you remember why he never changed his name? Because I love that. Because somebody asked him, because the character's name is Michael Why Bolton. would I change my name? He's the no talent, uh, <laughs> yeah. what do you say? No talent. Ass clown. Ass clown. That's yeah. it. Ass clown. He's the one who sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, but yeah, so later on, Michael <laughs> Bolton, he goes to see the two Bobs who are basically firing everybody. And then uh, his response, one of the Bob's responses, I celebrate the whole catalog, referring yeah. to Michael Bolton. Yeah, Dr. Cox, as I call him. Oh, yeah, entirely Dr. Cox. <laughs> it's Dr. Cox. It is. Yeah, he's always Dr. Cox. He always will be. Oh, that's great. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I fully agree. And that dude's a riot, to be honest with you. He is. Yeah, McGinley, McGinley, McGinley. Yeah, yeah that's John right. McGinley. Yeah, John that, McGinley. that dude is talented, actually. Yeah. I mean, he kind of doesn't act either, but goddamn, is he funny. He's he is charismatic funny. as hell. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, and it was the, as it turned out, not to be a totally champ, but this Tangents and Scrubs where he kept calling JD different girls' names. Yeah. They got that. They wrote that in the show because he does that to all his friends in real life. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. That, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that is fun. So, um, so again, I've been playing the hell out of Tony Hawk 1 and 2, and they did a lot mm. of fun things with the soundtrack. So best I can tell is they took all the original stuff off of 1 and 2, yeah. and they took those soundtracks, but then they added some stuff to it. Oh. So I thought I'd just go through and talk about some of the songs on there because um, you kind of, I don't know if it's the repetition or what, but some of these songs I actually like. So uh, New Girl from the Suicide Machines. It's actually from the originals. Really good stuff, though. I enjoy it. Um, I don't know what you'd call that thrash punk kind of music. It's it's kind of the heavier side. Um, on that same kind of genre, I guess, leaning more towards the emo side of it would be No Cigar by Melancholy. And uh, definitely dig that song. Um, that's entirely a fuck you song if ever yeah. there was one. Um, but then they get into, you know, there was a couple of, couple of old school references in there. So there's uh, Pin the Tail on the Donkey by Naughty by Nature. Mm. And... Um, you know, hip hop hooray, whether or not you know it. If you're down with OPP, you know Naughty Nature <laughs> oh, somewhere. Everybody knows them, but whether or not one. they realize it. Um, but they also have a song called Can I Kick It? And that's by a tribe called Quest. And um, I have to admit, they're one of those bands that I know I've not listened to enough. But uh, the, the freaking Yes You Can is what I say when he asks, Can I Kick It? Because tribes are really good. They're really talented. And I know I should listen to more. But uh, I heard two two new songs, or at least new to me. I have no idea if they're new. But one was uh, Baker Boy, In Control. I'm definitely digging that song. Um, and to be honest with you, that too is kind of a fuck you song. It's kind of like, a, you know what? I got this. Um, and then the other one is funny because I'd actually written down the Back in the Days because it reminds me of a song, which reminds me of the song I'm about to talk about. So it was a long thread that got me there and the fact that you just started saying the lyrics to me was even weirder but um there's a song called the struggle by black prez featuring kid something and i entirely dig it i mean it's just got this really it's got great lyrics and it's got a really great vibe to it but it reminds me if anybody's into this type of music it reminds me of song called diddy by Paperboy, and that's an old school song that i definitely dug which in turn led me to that song by a mod called back in the day so it's it's funny how it's all connected in my little brain but um you know a lot of a lot of songs i enjoyed and uh if nothing else i'm not kidding i don't know if this show or it's just playing this game and listening to some old school stuff again i haven't been listening to enough old school rap i definitely enjoy it i really do it's just good stuff and uh i have not been listening to enough but uh you know, my musical tastes are clearly all over the board, so I know I had a lot to talk about today music-wise. Um, the sad part is I'm certain I'll have even more in the future. <laughs> There's just so much good music out there, folks. And honestly, even if you listen to country, I can't stand country, but listen to whatever you like. And you know what? My advice is listen to it loud. Yep. You know? On, on that note, actually, we grew up, I had this friend, Mikos was with me. His sister, when she'd get pissed, would blast... Phil Collins. Yeah. And we were at his house once, and um, and his house was weird. It was a, his apartment, and there was a series of apartments that were relatively close to each other. And we'd leave, and we'd been playing music really loud, too, so we didn't notice. But we walk outside, and I did not know people literally blasted Phil Collins. But I'm talking yeah. like... 
Sisu Studio? I'm talking like so loud. Like you would think, I've heard it with like classic rock for sure, with like yeah. heavy metal. Absolutely. I did I did not realize people literally did that with Phil Collins. I don't think you're supposed to. <laughs> the weirdest thing it has weird. so anyway um so yeah so uh you know again big music fan and uh hopefully some folks are well learning something and able to check out a few of these things that's why i'm trying to include the specific songs as well and um there's so many shout outs i want to give to to, to bands and uh, you know just music has been my life it means the world to me um well, i would like to give an anti shout out oh, is that something we can do yeah, absolutely actually it's funny we have something called the cheers award at yeah. where i work and um, it's basically if I work with you and I see you do something awesome, I can just kind of give you this little award where your boss will see it and people will recognize it. And I keep asking my boss, where's the fuck that guy button? Yeah. Because I need that. So yes. we can have that button in this show because it's our show. So, yeah, we can have the fuck that guy section. Yeah, I have an anti-shout out to a band, mm -hmm. um, to a musical band that... Nickelback. Um, yes, it's Nickelback. I just have... Whoa, <laughs> how have they fallen from grace? They've fallen from grace because I watched a documentary that says, why does everybody hate Nickelback? I know why. And they I suck. It was more than that. Oh. They were just jerks. They're just jerks. Their lyrics are bad about women. They're just degrading. And so listen to this documentary, and, and they don't give two shits. They're like, hey, screw you. We're just going to put a song about even more degrading about women. So I started listening to that and listening to the documentary. I'm like... Yeah, I feel bad about ever liking their music after watching this. Wow, so you are just a chauvinistic pig because you like Nickelback. Uh, not on purpose. It's so like a double. Yeah, I know. They, they sucked before I knew that. Right, so you're if you like Nickelback, you're a jerk. So I'm not going to... I agreed with that before this segment. <laughs> before this segment, I know. But me, <laughs> you you know that I do have a greatest hits, um, you know, uh, you know blank disc too. that I have. Yeah. Oh. Which I haven't broken in half yet, but we thought about it, didn't we? Did you ever hear that bit? There was a bit mm. back in the day where mm. guys at the, we're old, where he's at the store and he's, and I remember these days, and he's at the music store and he wants to buy a blank cassette and he sees John Denver's greatest hits for 99 cents. Yeah. And then he buys his, his blank cassette for $2.30. And he said, it literally cost me more <laughs> to get a tape without John Denver on it yeah. than it would. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that's how I feel about Nickelback, though. Um, yeah. like, but I refuse to take my love back from Collective Soul because I, I loved Collective Soul. You cannot see. I'm offended on Collective Soul's behalf. Oh, I love Collective. You Soul. have two different things there. On mm. one, you have a band who, yeah. yes, they're not my particular jam, but they are very talented, and I do like some of their stuff. And that would be Collective Soul. And then on the other hand, you have Nickelback. Yeah, but they came out around the same time, so I associate them t um, together. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, but yeah, I um. So you can see my playlist here, and I'm about ready to delete that playlist called Nickelback Hits. I like that you're um, socially woke enough, I guess, to say, you know what? Fuck those guys. Yeah, screw those guys. I will never listen to them again because they are jerkheads, and wow. they can go kiss my ass. Good for you, buddy. Yep, they're done. They're never going to receive a rotation of my playlist ever again. Well, not that I'd ever planned on reevaluating the decision, but if I ever decided to reevaluate them and decide they might actually be good, I will no longer do that. But I don't think that day was coming anyway. Yeah, I know. And, and what worse, this is worse. This is, this is a whole freaking documentary that I watch on YouTube, which is worth watching. I'll have to post it. But they also have their own label where they signed bands that sound and sing just like them. So you'd Where have to... Where are they from? Uh, Nickelback? They're Canadian. Okay. That's how they got their name, Starbucks. They always got Nickelback from people buying their drink. Was it Canadian? No, maybe I'm wrong. 
Is that really where they got their nickel? Yeah, yeah, Starbucks for sure. Wow. That's... Yeah, that was their change. Here's your Nickelback. That's how okay. they name the band. All right. Um, there you go. Be careful with those nickels, folks. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for tipping, you know. But one, you should be tipping more than fucking nickel. But two is um, bad things can happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm all right. They're from Alberta, Canada. So they're Canadians, all right. which you think they'd be more polite, but they're not. Honestly, I tend to love Canadian musicians, so, you know, everybody's got an off day. Yeah, there is definitely, uh, um, I like a lot of uh, Canadian I love a lot of Canadian bands, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Bieber. Neil Young comes but to mind. Um, a bunch of others. Uh, the Guess Who. The Guess Who comes to mind, absolutely. Yeah, Neil Young. Um, yeah. Um, Rush. There you go. <laughs> I love I'm certain stuff. I'm forgetting, like, tons of bands. Oh, there's a ton of Canadian club. bands. We probably just don't know they're Canadian. I, I'm just not thinking about them right now, but yeah. it's um, Alana's Morissette, I think, is Canadian. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. I'll go with that. Yeah. God. And she hates, um, what's his face? See um, that? That Deadpool. was a Kevin Smith thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she he's God. It's all connected. Um, yeah. Um, um, yeah, the, the, I think they finally came out and said this song, where her famous song is about, what's his face from Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds. What famous song? The song where she wrote, she goes, I hope you're thinking about me or Oh, or, when she goes down in the theater kind mm-hmm. of thing? Yeah. Oh, look at yeah, that. Yeah, so I think it finally came out that was about Ryan. They dated. Oh, I'm sorry, Alana. So if are we basically saying that um, Ryan Reynolds left Alana's for uh, Break Lively? At the, yeah. The, I don't know if it was that who they went for back then, but yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I've got to go. <laughs> sorry, Alana's. Yeah, why don't you put one hand in your pocket? I'm going <laughs> to Yeah. I'll give you a high five. Yeah, high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in all her lyrics. That's I'm awesome. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget when her song came out, Ironic, and people point out, go, yeah, there's like two words, two sentences in there that are ironic. Everything else is a coincidence, just yeah. so you know. Yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic. Isn't it ironic? I'm, no, actually. No, it's actually, not. no. No, it's ironic. It's, it's not. <laughs> I still like uh, the song, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's I, I like props to Alanis, honestly. I'm yeah. a big fan, but... um. Yeah, it's um. You, you want to know what's really ironic? <laughs> yeah, really ironic. There's hardly anything ironic in your ironic song. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. but I still. Uh, yeah. Maybe that word doesn't mean what you think it yeah, means. Yes, you keep saying that word. It doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> so good. It's inconceivable. You know, I was wearing my. Uh, I have a shirt yeah. that uh, it looks like it has one of those stickers on there, and it says "Hello, my name is." Yeah. And then it says "Inigo Montoya, Inigo. you killed my father. Prepare, Prepare to, die. to die." Yeah. And uh, I, I was just wearing that at work, and I wasn't thinking about it, so. Uh, you know, again, I work from home, so yeah. I get on a call, though, and it's all internal, else I would have been dressed up, but, uh, you know, I have that shirt on, and sure enough, we're like halfway through the call, and everybody stops, and they're like, we got to know, what does your shirt say? <laughs> what does your shirt say? <laughs> if you must know, I always said, hello. <laughs> no, oh, I, I entirely did. <laughs> yes. oh, I entirely went through it, yeah. Yes. And, you know, like half of them yeah. look at me like I'm a, I got two heads, and the yeah. other half's rolling, so. You have to be live in the 80s to get that one. It's good stuff. Oh my yeah. god! If you haven't seen the Princess Bride, I mean, it holds up. Go see the Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. it's just so good. But uh, you know, we've been rambling for a long fucking time. Yeah, this is now almost our longest episode in another minute. And we just done that, so yeah, we better land our plan here. But um, yep. you know, shout outs to pretty much all our fans. Thank you all. Yes. Um, you know, R.I.P. Diana Rigg. Uh, really sorry about that one. That is a bummer. And uh, you know, whatever your jam, even if it's Nickelback. You, know, yeah. you play that shit loud. Just don't do it, do it near me or there will be words. But, you know, if that's your jam, so yeah. be it. Yeah. You're a jerk, though. Yes, don't absolutely. You shouldn't listen to Nickelback. You can't listen to Nickelback. Bad for you. They're no, bad. That's, no. It's just shit music. Yeah. Don't listen to it. <laughs> but uh, that's the thing. We all got an opinion, you know, yeah. and I'm of the belief we should share it. Yeah. And uh, believe me, I'll tell you when it's wrong. Yeah. And uh, I completely appreciate when... Uh, 
you feel the same way. So if you are a giant <laughs> yeah. Nickelback fan I, and you happen to be a tutor as well, please write in. We want to yeah, hear from you. Yeah. We don't get me wrong. There's absolutely no words in any order that are going to change my mind well, on no, that no, one. No. But I want you to try. <laughs> yes. And then I'll email you the uh, link to the YouTube uh, um, documentary, documentary as well. And yep. you'll, you'll hate them too. You know what? We might do some good in the world with this show. Yes. If we can keep one, if we can save one child from becoming a Nickelback fan. <laughs> yes. We've done our job. My life will have purpose. Yeah. So that can't be the name of our company. Is we uh, we're trying to save people from Nickelback. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't kids don't do Nickelback. Yes, don't do Nickelback. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Just say no. Just say no. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I think I've summoned enough of my inner Nancy Reagan here. So yes. um, uh, with that, I think. Uh, well, this is Sean, and this is Kevin. And that's the one other thing. Good night. <laughs>